Content warning. This episode discusses themes of suicide, child abuse, mental illness, and religious intolerance. Welcome to Deep Drinks Podcast, where the drinks are deep and the conversations are deeper. Uh, welcome everyone to the Deep Drinks Podcast. Today we have Haley Brooke, the awesome musician uh, and TikTok sensation. Haley uh, is a member of the LGBT community. She is a lesbian uh, and went through um, many years of um, of uh, struggle that we'll hear about in this um, with her religious faith and her family. So welcome Haley to the Deep Drinks Podcast. Well, thank you for having me. I'm super excited and y'all bear with me because this is my first podcast and I'm a little nervous, but we're going to bear, just bear with me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. We were, saying, we were talking just before the interview started that we're both for some reason nervous. I have no idea why, but um, <laughs> oh, well, we can be nervous together. And I've really and never luckily, told my story before. So that's, that's something new for me too. Oh, that's, well, I'm so honored that you are telling it here <laughs> for the first time. Um, in full, I guess. Um, we're drinking uh, a drink that you suggested, which is uh, this one here, isn't it? Botanicals, uh, cucumber mint vodka. Yes. So, I mean, you're just so drinking I on the a rocks. little bit of water in mine. Like it's a little, it's a little strong. So it's, it's a slow sipper. <laughs> I told Amy, um, my wife, that uh, I'm gonna we're going to a family gathering tonight, um, and I said, like, look. I'm going to be drunk, and she's like, okay. <laughs> so she's <laughs> she's driving. So. Um, I'll add a bit of water to mine as well. Yeah. So, um, so first of all, your music, I want to give a shout out to your music and your TikTok. Your mm-hmm. music is, um, I've been listening to on Spotify and your song, um, I was listening to before this, um, Dear Mum and Dad. Yes. Uh, I've just lost it. Yeah. That song, like, that's my most, like, that's my most recent. The other well, ones were like, obviously, like, I was a little bit younger and I have a lot that I haven't, you know, recorded yet. So I'm like still looking for like a producer up here because I moved and everything. But Dear Mom and Dad was, that's, that's the one that's, hits close to, you know, home and everything. Mm. Yeah. And it's, it's, um, it says a lot that you can bear your like soul. Not that I actually believe in souls, but that you can bear yourself so, so much on the, um, on the tape like that. That's, yeah. Incredible. I, 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 it's funny because, well, not fun. <laughs> this is my sense of humor, <laughs> guys. Just heads up. I tend to, you know, trauma, it's like a thing. So I tend to laugh about it, but it's my way of coping. But also, I just like to make, you know, the bad situations as good as I can but um I would just say that like anytime I do perform that song anywhere and I'm selective about where I do it because I'm in a town that's you know interesting I guess we'll get into that but like I cry every time sometimes if I'm in like the right atmosphere I like or I tear up Mm. I just like you know it's like one of those things and I don't even mean to like it's not even necessarily like it's that you know I wrote it a bit ago but like it's still you know I don't know it's wild well, links are in the description for that song. Make sure you check it out because it is. Um, make sure you got some tissues, though, it's, um, especially after you hear the context of this story. Um, so uh, I'd like to jump into just talking about your story. Like um, if you could, well, everyone's seen your TikTok at this stage, that the uh, the um, family video. But um, uh, I guess I wanted to ask, like, when did you first, um, well, hang on. The first question I need to ask is, are you sure that you're gay? Valid question. So yes. <laughs> um, so but, 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 mm, have you? What if like you met a guy who like had bench pressed a lot and he had like um, <laughs> tattoo? Uh, he had like uh, piercings so, in his dick. <laughs> 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 
Um, yeah. So I've had to, you, you know, as a lesbian, I will say a lot of people like, this is just, it's a weird way to put it, but like fetishize, is that a word? Fetish, it's like a fetish for a lot of people. And it gets strange sometimes. And I've had very awkward, like strange encounters. Sometimes you'll tell people, like guys, like, no, like I, I, I'm, you know, I'm gay. And they'll be like, all right, but okay. <laughs> but like they're like ready I, I, to like for the next step. And I'm yeah. like, no, do you not like get what I'm saying? But like, yeah. it's just super funny how that works. But yes, I'm definitely 100% gay. Um, I, okay. I feel like a lot of people in our community, they, um, and it, it varies like, you know, it's there's there's a spectrum and a lot of people, including myself, um, I thought I thought I was bi at first and I was kind of like hoping I was, which there's like being bi is a whole hard thing in itself because there's so many people that are biphobic and it's just a mess. Even people in our community, they go through a lot. But I was hoping mm. I was solely because I was hoping that if I did, it's a very strange like dynamic because I was hoping that I would like maybe end up with a man, you know, mm. or something like that. So I've given it chances. I've given guys chances more so like on dates and things like that. I've even, you know, almost gone there, you know, sexual physically. And I ran out of the room. I said, I literally was like, I saw his whole thing down there and I was like, I'm too gay. For, I, I was like, I'm gay for, I'm too gay for this. And I literally traumatized. Do you actually man. say that. Yes. Word for word. Him and I are bros now. So shout out That's to you, uh, bro. But yeah, so <laughs> it was a little awkward because we were all supposed to like a group trip. We were supposed to go to the beach the next day. And I was like, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he was like, and this is the funny thing. He asked me, he was like, did I turn you? I've had a lot of guys that I did go on the dates with. They were like, did I turn you? Even my first kiss. Oh, wow. My first kiss was my, he's another good friend. And I set him up with my best friend after that. And now they're getting married. So it's a very funny dynamic, but he was my first kiss. And I saved that until I was 19 years old. Cause I was like, I'm oh, going to wow. save it to my wedding day. Cause I was yeah. like, I, I was very, very big into my, like, I, I there's a difference between like religion and spiritual I, it, for me. So I was very much so into religion and I was like, mm. I'm just, I want to marry my first kiss to be the guy I marry, you know, whatever. <laughs> so like, but, but, um, yeah, it was very interesting, but literally I was so weird about it. I was like, kept like dodging his face almost. And I was like, Oh God, no, no. And then I was like, it just felt so wrong and so weird. And I didn't even really know why. And he, he literally said, Haley, and he's super sweet. He didn't mean it in like derogatory, like in any way. He was like, are you, are you gay? And I was like, I just broke down in tears literally right there. And I was not planning on it. Like it was just wild. And I was like, Jeez. yeah. <laughs> so he was one of the first people I like told straight up directly. Like, yes. So yeah. Oh, <laughs> Sorry wow. to get right see, into it, but there's that. No, that, that was funny. Cause that started out as a joke. Cause you're saying, are you sure you're gay? Cause obviously that's, yeah, the, no, no, that's no. the stereotype. I was going to yeah. then ask like, are you sure you're not into me? That was the next joke I was going to go with. <laughs> Don't tell your um, wife. Running, Don't tell your wife. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say because I'm I'm married and I'm happily married and look like. Uh, Cheers to that. Um, <laughs> oh, that's the other thing. People will be like, but I could be like an exception, right? I'm like, yeah, 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 bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's so funny. But oh, you man. actually went a lot lot deeper with that question, which is which is really, I really like. I. Yeah, that's interesting. So I have a tendency to do that. So sorry. <laughs> so do I, and I um yeah, that's why I just from the way you're responding to emails and I watched your entire TikTok. I was like, I, th I think we think the same sometimes, and we have a tendency to <laughs> yeah. humorize humorize trauma or like yeah. horrible things, you know. Um, 
So when did you like to, did you grow up knowing that you were gay or bi? Uh, I didn't even, at all? literally, this is crazy. I, I'm from a small town. Like I don't live there anymore, but I'm from a small town called Moultrie, Georgia. The one you see in the um, clip in the TikTok was like Thomasville, which is like 20 minutes from there. And that's where their church, that's where they still go. I don't even really call it a church. It's more so just like a cult, but um. Mm. Yeah, but basically, I lived in Moultrie, and I genuinely did not even really know what gay was. I can literally tell you I know two people that were gay, and one was, like, my mom's hairdresser a while back, and she would always talk, like, derogatory, like, just down on them, down on him, and um, he was, it was just very, just strange, like, I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, that's the worst of the worst, like, that's in my mind what I was thinking. And then also I knew this one woman who will come up eventually in the story, but um, it's just kind of wild how our paths like ended up crossing. But the one, this one woman I knew, I know there's more in that town, but like those are the only people that were like out that people knew of that was a lesbian. Mm. And she like left her, she had kids and things like that. And so it was interesting, but I, what was the <laughs> initial question again? Uh, so I, first of all, I like that you're just flowing with this because um, it's interesting. But th- when did you first kind of discover that yes. you were gay? So or did, were you, when you were growing up, did you? It's so strange, yeah. Um, when I first found out or figured it out, is so weird because I just thought, I guess the term is asexual or something. Like I, I honestly mm. lose track. There's so many. I'm trying to like educate myself because, again, I grew up not knowing. But I thought I was like, I just didn't think I had any attraction to anyone. Like I had Mm. boyfriends. I joked about it in one of my recent ones. Like I had boyfriends in fifth grade, but it was more so like I, I one class clown. Like I was just a comedy. Like I just always was joking. And also I just like at the time I was like super into like just having fun and upbeat. And you know, when you're young, you just do things for attention and just, I don't know. It was just like one of those things. And so I was just, but if they ever tried to kiss me, I was like, no, like all my friends were like yeah. kissing their little boyfriends. I was like, I always drew a line mm. at that. It was just like for a companion almost at the time. But yeah. it's like I having still, a pet yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good boy. Just stay over there. I, remember, I literally yeah, yeah. remember in fifth grade, this one boy, he wanted to kiss me behind a tree and I was like, nope. I was like, no, no, no. But it's, I just wasn't a sexual, like as sexual as everyone else around me was because I feel like a lot of their parents were more open to talk about things, which we did have the sex talk, but it was more, and that was like in fifth grade, I think, but it was more like religious based and it was not, I just was very unaware of things, which Mm. it's, you know, and so I didn't know, didn't know anything. And when I, what was that? Can I, can I ask, um, were you in part, part of the country that teaches abstinence only sex education? Um, yeah, I want to say yes. Like, yeah, like we basically that's what we talked about. I, that's the only thing I remember. But um, mm. it's just it's, it really just sucks because, well, I'll get into that other part later. But um, I just wish we did have more education about, you know, LGBTQ, like just things in general, mainly for safety, because I know a lot of my friends, they didn't learn about anything about that kind of thing when I when I said that said that people come at me online all the time. They're like, I don't I do not want my kid to learn about that. I'm like, well, I don't oh, first, like so, now knowing that I'm gay, I don't want to learn about them. Like truthfully, like I don't want to be learning about mm. straight, but like I know it's important because people, I especially like growing up, I do know a couple of gay men. One of my best friends, he was even telling me, he was like, I just did, I snuck around with like men, like guys, like because I didn't know any better. And like, there's so many unsafe, like it's just like a safety thing. But the thing is a lot of people, since it's like that, they're like, 
since it's a sin, they don't, they're like, well, I don't care. Like, you know, they just write it off. So it doesn't matter. Mm. But yeah. getting back on the point of things, that's just a little sidetrack note. Um, I just find all of these things that I will say that I do find it all important. So that's why I bring mm. it up. But um, so fifth grade, sixth grades, I, I, I kind of just isolated myself, did my own thing. I was very <laughs> interesting kid, like technology club, all these kind of things. Just did my own little thing. Never was interested in anyone. Um, and then I remember when it hit like, ninth grade or 10th grade or eighth grade. I think it was like eighth or ninth grade at junior high. We had like a separate high school. There was this one girl and she cut her hair short and that she was like very like popular girl, like very beautiful, beautiful. And she's one of my best friends now. Shout out to you, Rachel. Um, But at the time I just remember thinking, wow, like why am I drawn to her? But like you never put the pieces together almost. Because I was never even like that with guys. Like, if anything, they just annoyed me. And I was always like, like, I've come a long way with that, mm. too, because there's an unhealthy thing with that. But I <laughs> yeah, I was always like, God, boys are dumb. Like, they're all, <laughs> you know. But, to be um, fair, no, I think I think you're yeah. right. Like, it's so, it's so, I don't know how chicks are into dudes. They're disgusting. <laughs> I've, gro- I've grown and, an appreciation for the good ones, you know. Yeah, there are some good ones. Um, yes, but. And, but, like, even even, like, sexually, like, how, like, have you seen boobs? Like, they're just way better like uh, the female figure exactly that's what i'm saying i'm like (laughs) and the people that come at me on tiktok the guys that are they're like and i'm like i look at their profile picture they'll say something and i'm like dude you're (laughs) coming at me right now like come on bro like i won't i don't ever you know shame someone's like Mm. anything like that but then they come right at me and i'm like i just can't can't hold it back but anyways so basically i remember her cutting her hair um and when she did that it just i remember it standing out she had some like something happen it was like you know just high school drama or something and she i remember her losing like a good bit of friends or something and i really didn't have any intentions because i didn't know i even liked her or anything like that but i just remember being drawn to her and i remember when she lost a lot of her friends because of some drama i kind of just like I was that type of person. I didn't have a click. I just jumped around to people and had a bunch Mm. of different groups of friends. And so I I really befriended her. And funny enough, her mom is the one person I talked about earlier, who is the one lesbian that I knew of. And my mom was okay with that for the, the beginning of like our friendship, because she didn't know that I had any, you know, she didn't have any idea that I was even remotely into girls, which I didn't either. But, you know, towards the end of things, she, my mom kind of, thinks that like her demons could get on me it was just a whole mess and i really oh, didn't yeah. get like you know the old the old demon there. transfer yeah. or it's yeah. like she's shoving it down your throat and i'm like she never talked about her like if anything all my heterosexual friends like their parents are more like mushy like i don't think mm. she had a partner if she did she didn't i didn't never see her so like it was one of those things like she was it's super sweet weird. and stuff it's always weird too because it's like a lot a lot of the time people think that you can be turned gay like turned yes. gay like like you can be talked into it and it's like oh, <laughs> just you know or they're you know, like it's shoved down our throats and I'm like who's the only person shoving something yeah. down your throat right now and they'll say that just if they have to watch someone holding hands or let's say a Disney like mm-hmm. character is they're like if there's a same sex like parent couple yeah. like they're like we don't want our kids blah, blah, blah. and I'm like just because they see that like doesn't mean like if anything y'all are only showing them i literally got on i get in these like stupid little i i shouldn't even talk to respond to them but it's so frustrating to me because i'm finally having my voice and i can't stand when people try to Mm -hmm. like that are ignorant try to shut it off but like 
I don't know. It's just interesting how people they're just so frustrating and they think that you can just catch the gay or whatever. Mm. That's what I call it. I call it like they act like it's like a disease. And I'm like, like, and even some friends I've had to cut off some friends because like, even in like changing in like locker rooms and things like that, I'm always like, if trust me, you you can, if you ever seen like gay TikTok is just so funny to me because everybody's so relatable and like, to each other because you mm. don't realize that other people have these same experiences but they're like there was one it was like someone was like the gays are like looking down like they're everybody else is like looking up but we're like we don't want anyone to think we're even looking you know like we're trying yeah, to be respectful. yeah yeah but exactly. it's, it's just not it's not like that so but well, anyways, one analogy, going back, yeah was that well i was just gonna say one analogy i had when um when the same-sex marriage stuff was coming around. There was like a poster in a, in a um, in Australia, the same-sex marriage stuff. And we had it a few years after you guys. Um, There's a poster about like love is love or something in the airport from like Virgin Australia or Jetstar or something. One of the companies, I don't know which one it was. And some, a Christian lady took a photo of it and she's like, really? Do we have to and see this like, everywhere yeah. we go? This is putting down. And I was like, like and I was like this is interesting. You? And I was like, I was like, you feel like, and people were saying they're being persecuted, Christians were saying they're being persecuted. I'm like, you think being persecuted is society taking away the big stick you've been whacking everyone with for the last 150 years? Like, this is not persecution. This is equal rights. This isn't like special rights. This is equality. And you're upset at equality. Like, this is. We're just like wanting the bare minimum. Like, we're like not even (laughs) like, it's not like we're taking someone's rights away from them. They act like they're Mm. losing them by us gaining them. And I'm like, no, like. Mm what it's just so strange and like i i literally i kind of made some some notes that like major points that i wanted to like kind of hit and Mm. it was it's like the big thing that people tell me a lot is they'll be like like the ones that are annoying though or the trolls is what i call them but they basically will just be like you have the victim mentality blah 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 and i'm like or they'll think like i'm wanting pity i'm like one i've never had support in my entire life so like in this like you know setting like when it comes to gay stuff you. like growing up yes look i do yeah, now yeah. but like you know growing up yes a lot of people don't so it's one of those things like i want to be able to like talk about it and stuff like that but mm. it's just interesting the people that they're like you're, there's a difference between a victim mentality they're just throwing the people that say that are usually the uh, like uh, abusers a lot of times if they're mm. you know not careful about if they're just saying it in like a derogatory way and i'm like no there's a difference between that and actually being a victim of something and i don't want to have that Mm. victim mindset but like at the same time i want to draw awareness to something and that is always a very big trigger thing for me when people say that because i'm like i've been i my parents like there's so many narcissists in my life that i'm like i've never felt like my feelings were valid or things like that so for me to even like because i always feel like i'm a burden on someone so i'm always like for me to actually say something like that, but people on the internet don't take the time to know that, but like, it's, it's a big deal, you know, like, it's just interesting that people mm. invalidate stuff, but going back to the, that Rachel th- or thing, the girl, she, um, we got, we became closer and the more I spent like time with her, it was just like, it was weird. And I finally was starting to feel something inside, you know, the little butterflies and things that you just don't realize. And looking back after I started recognizing that I saw so many different things growing up, like little crush type things that I didn't recognize. It was that same exact feeling. Like one time it was like a little crush on like a dance instructor or thing. Like not that it was anything like that, but like just little things that I never picked up on. It was the same exact actual feeling, but not just like a companion feeling. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, I wrote it in my journal. And um, when I did that, 
I like my parents ended up seeing it and reading it. And that's kind of where I didn't know that part for a while. That seems um, like a bit of a breach of trust. How old were you at that stage? I think that's this was like it was either eighth or ninth grade because I just remember that time period. Is the it was like I think it was probably ninth grade at that point, maybe. Um, yeah. whatever age that is. But yeah, so I didn't know that for a while, but they I think they were just kind of holding it until, you know, just to see what happened with it a little bit because they were thinking maybe it's like a phase or I don't know. I don't know to be honest. Mm. But either way, they you, read so that. Did you write in what did you specifically like? I, yeah, to, I, I have that journal somewhere. I've been—I'm meaning to find it, but I remember directly putting, like, word for word, this part at least. I was like, I even shown Rachel. I was like, I really have a crush on this girl named Rachel, and I was like, um, it was just like little kid, like young, like I had a younger mindset even than like people that were in eighth grade because I'd never been through that. So it was just like little kid, like honestly, even mm. in eighth grade, like crushes and stuff like that. Um, but it's just something I, small. I have a um, funny story where a friend of mine who she's, she's like, um, you know, we'll call herself probably bisexual now. She's like married or, or, or something. But she used to, she wrote love letters to this girl that she was like kind of screwing in, in high school. And um, screwing, what kind of word was that? I never use that word. Anyway, she was, you know. Um, and yeah, and um, she... Uh, anyway, they, they would always sign it, and they would sign it. We should sign it with a T. Her, her um, partner and um, and her family found it, and they worked it out. And they were like, "What is this?" And she's like, "T stands for Troy. It's my boyfriend Troy." Even though it was that's smart, that she, at least. And then she <laughs> made up this whole story. That, yeah. Uh, yeah, she made up this whole story about Troy like and the family. She's ready yeah. to recite it forwards and backwards. <laughs> But, uh, I that just love because so Troy Troy is such like a, a masculine name too. It's like Troy. Like it's so good. Like such a funny I'm story. Dead. Well, so then from there, I don't remember exactly the part of this timeline, mm. but I do know that I wanted to like obviously hang out with her more. I never told her until like way later after I like was over the crush um, that I had that, but like. I just remember at one point it took a long time for me to even admit, I, I said I was by until probably like, I don't remember what year of college, probably like sophomore year. And mm. I didn't tell anyone, but like, I just remember I finally told like Rachel something and she, <laughs> I don't even think my parents know this. So surprise if they see this, but I did sneak with her to, we, we snuck to like this and her mom, she, she, her mom's the one that took us, but she, I mean, it doesn't matter at this point, but we snuck to Tallahassee, Florida, which it was like a small pride. It's not like one of the big ones, like in Atlanta, Georgia and things like that. But we snuck to one of those and yes, it's tiny, but like, I felt so like, I was a little bit older, I think, than this. It was past high school, maybe. I don't even know. But I just remember this being a distinct memory with her is that I just remember feeling like, wow, like, this is so freeing. And this is what love feels like. It's not just God is love and this is what you have to do, blah, blah, mm. blah. You know, boom, boom, boom. And this is what it is. And this is what it has to look like. And I was a worship leader. I was, I did so many Bible studies that I led. I was like, I was deep into a lot of it. And I was like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to go all in. And people would always tell me and like go out of their way to tell me, which uh, they do this to everyone, honestly, if they're in the church and stuff. But like, 
but they'd always be like, you have such a calling, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, it makes you feel like you have something, like you have a community there, but it's not the community mm. that like feels like, it just feels, we. I can't explain it, just like judgmental and like things that I don't enjoy and I don't like. I've even seen people on TikTok and it breaks my heart. I just think this one person in particular and they call it um, SSA same-sex attraction he's like i struggle with ssa and the church is making him think that and so many things like that it's just so sad to me because i know exactly how that guy is feeling and Mm. he's thinking he has that community feeling and he's on this like i call it a jesus high and you're running with it because i went on mission trips i went to uganda i went to madagascar i went i did all things in my community and knocked on doors and prayed for people and all sorts of stuff and it just never felt real and when i started realizing that i was like into girls in any extent every time i was singing on this big stage i i started like feeling guilty almost i was just like i i'm like i can't do this like i i i but if anyone knows me that's the one thing they'll say like i have plenty of flaws but i am not fake and that's kind of my biggest (laughs) thing is that yeah it it, it would eat away at me you seem you seem quite um, sincere. Uh, you wear your heart on your sleeve and down to earth, which is really cool. I, I, it's it, it, and it's so interesting to talk to someone who's actually like that because I don't I don't feel like I have to filter through their like persona to try and get to like what know, truth sure. is. So I really respect that. That's that's awesome. I remember actually um, uh, the um, the guy I had on the um, Colin, the guy I had on the first um, podcast. He said, "I'll always have seen." when he was a, uh, you know, uh, in the closet, he, he's like, I'll always have same sex attraction. He's like, but I'll, but I'm not gay. And you're like, okay. Yeah. I'd um, be like, oh, as long as I like with like with, I don't even know the word, but like, as long yeah. as I don't have to, you know, give in to temptation, mm. it'll be fine. Or I thought of, I'm telling you, I've heard it all, but I, I was thinking maybe I'll be like Paul the, in the Bible to where I was thinking like, you know, he had the option. God, this, I don't even know if this is completely accurate, but this is what they always told me. They were like, basically, he could he could have gotten married, you know, mar- married and all that kind of thing, and done his whole thing, and God would have blessed him. But he chose to stay single. Yeah, he got the you know whatever. So I, in my mind, was like, man, I am yearning for a relationship. Like I am so relational. Like I love like being with people. Like it's everybody has like a, that desire. I feel like at some point, maybe some people don't, but like a lot of people do. And I, it just wasn't me. And I was like, I don't want to be single my whole life. Like, I. Mm. It's, and I don't ever, I never felt God. Like, I mean, I felt like I felt something, but it wasn't, I don't even know. I still don't know what I believe with all that. But mm. like, I, I couldn't tell if it well, was because obvious, of pressures or. Yeah. But this is, it's quite obvious to me that it's, it's so blatantly obvious that you've just been deceived by the homosexual burial ground in your parents' backyard because. <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I told you I watched your whole like, TikTok. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh gosh, that That's was like amazing. a passing one. Yeah, she was. She yeah. was reaching with that one. She, she's thought all sorts of things. I, um, I mean, not to, demons or not to like, um, like you know, um, rag on your parents at all because I don't. And I'm not. I know they've, they've done some very hurtful things to you and stuff, but these crazy ideas, like I, they're victims in themselves. Like yes. in regards to like, this is a, it, that is a very good point. Mm. I so I don't really talk about this a lot actually because a lot of people 
don't fully get like there's a lot of gay people that don't get this either because they're just like you know fuck that or whatever and just just like i just don't like you know just i don't know i just like to try to see the positives and things i really do and Mm. i have plenty of negatives to say about this whole situation and them and everything like i've even with me how i've handled some things with it like i was just immature and things but like i was having to kind of be my own parent but at the end of the day, like, like you were saying some, this is what people really try to grasp, need to try to grasp is that they are so their blinders are on and they think that I am going to hell. And my mom, I know cares about me. And I know she like, ugh, and it like, kind of breaks my heart, but like, I know she cares about me. And it's hard to admit that because it's easier. It's easier for me to write it off and be like, no, like, you know, fuck that. They don't care about me. Like it's for some reason that's easier than saying they do care about me. And when people even comment, sometimes they're like, you know, they love you. Like they blah, 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 like whatever it is. Uh, it kind of, it, it stings for me to even say that because I'm like, if like, they love me, like, even if you think I'm going to hell, this is a point I thought about recently. If like, if they think I'm going to hell, we're, like, I'm not going to be changing in this. I'm like, t- they think I am. That's the biggest point. But like, if people, if they really got to the biggest, biggest point of it, and I could be talking to them right now. I'm not going to be changing in this. So if you can think I'm going to hell anyways, like spend your last time on earth with someone loving them, you know, but um, mm. I don't know. It's just very wild to me that like people, it's hard to imagine them loving you and being so brainwashed. They think they're doing what's best for you. I mean, and it comes to a point and I, I used to say that so on the opposite end to where it was so much that I excused a lot of everything. Mm. So it's kind of hard to find that balance of, you know, not excusing it, but like having an understanding to help yourself heal. Yeah. And that's kind of where I've come to lately with a lot of it. Not fully, obviously, because it's still, you know, it's, it's always going to hit home to some extent, but um, where it's hard. But that's definitely a big, big, big factor. <laughs> it's it's it. I appreciate that you, you can acknowledge that because it, it is a it's a really big point. We have family members um, in my family who who are like very. I'll say it's the hard word. to find the word sometimes. Conspiratorial. Yeah, I'm trying to be nice. They're very conspiratorial, but to the to the level where, you know, flat earth, flat earth level. The oh, my parents. Yeah, that's my parents are into. I might be butchering this, but is it Q QAnon? QAnon. QAnon. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. parents are deep into that. They even went to a conference not too long ago in Texas, and they're. This mm. is a new thing. So this is this is something else that I'll get into, but not that part. But like with our relationship, that's a big thing that's been. I have a a, page on Facebook for the conspiracies and stuff. So it's, yeah, it's a lot. The thing, the thing is, I think that what happens is so with, with our, with our family, um, we have, we've had them rely on God for what they perceive as God for a long time to get them through the heartbreaks of life, to get them through um, problems in their marriage, to get them through, um, you know, people passing and they rely on this concept of God. And yeah. And that like a hope, it all- gives them a hope. Yeah. Otherwise like what else is there sometimes? Yeah. I've, even, I've thought about that too. Yeah. And then when they leave that, like to, mm-hmm. to kind of question that perspective makes their whole, like, it crumbles all it's that, like a yeah yeah, yeah trickles yeah. down and it's yeah, yeah. And it's like so a domino when, effect so, mm, so when something like something that's quite um like 
proven at this stage, things like evolution or or um, something that makes them feel uncomfortable, the Big Bang or something, or the age of the Earth not being 6,000 years of Adam and Eve and stuff, like stuff that's like pretty scientific. Like we have a lot of scientific merit, merit for yeah. it, and, you know, things being observable facts. Um, this makes them so uncomfortable. And if, if science, if they, they, they believe that science is a liar, and if science is a liar sometimes, what else are they lying about? And then they form these communities exactly. that go, they're lying here, and then it becomes this like self-perpetuating and excuse well, and circle their, joke. Their logic is circular reasoning, and I've always said mm. this, and I didn't realize it until like, you know, I just came to a point where I was like, I was trying, I was trying to question to understand, like to gain wisdom and, you know, everything. And my dad's a doctor, like he's had, he's been educated, you know, obviously education was different at that time or whatever. And they learned different things and, you know, whatever, but he's a very smart guy. And I don't know, I don't know if he'd be like this. Like, I don't, I'm not saying this to put it all on my mom. They very much so, or they go with each other with that, but I don't know where he'd be with all this. Cause he used to not be very, you know, into the stuff, but, um, it's just interesting to see their thought process. They'll be like, well, Haley, where do you think the first person came from? And I'm like, I, I'm trying to ask, like, I'm, I'm trying to talk about, it. they can't even let themselves go there and be like, I was like, that just doesn't make sense to me. Like, I'll just say certain things. And it's just very interesting. And a lot of the Bible hmm. is you know, translated incorrectly. And this is a, people will cut their ears off right when I say that, but the funniest thing is they'll be like, you obviously don't know the Bible talking to me. And I'll be like, actually, you don't. Because when mm. I say I have, this has made me go into this whole mindset so heavily because I wanted to know. I even told myself there's always going to be some bias, but I went into it. But genuinely, if there's a way to have no bias, I was like, God or whatever. I was like, God, tell me, show me if I'm wrong. And like homosexuality, like if it's actually a sin and I'm going to go to hell, yeah. blah, 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 like it's scared the crap like out of me. Like you want to know. You want to know. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, if that, in that case, I guess I would be like Paul and like be saying, you know, like that scared the mess out of me. So I was like, I was mm. looking at the actual words and there's one word in Greek I cannot even really say. And I've gone to every single verse that they pick and choose and cherry pick or whatever is what they call it here. And like, there's just certain, like every, like the word homosexuality wasn't in the Bible until 1946. And so that is wild to me. It meant pedophilia at the time. If you looked at the two separate words that it actually means mm. in the Greek. And then the, they try to throw in like Leviticus, like the Old Testament, which mm. there's so many I mean, laws. I mean, that was nailed one, to the cross when Jesus, you know. Yeah. Like, one one chapter choose. beforehand, they say, one chapter beforehand in Leviticus 19, I think it might be, says not to wear clothing of two mixed fabrics. Yes. Or like that's a, that's I think that's bottom a, feeders or something you can't eat. I don't even know. There's a lot of stuff yeah. that. Mm. Or like certain types of clothing and things like that. So all of that was nailed to the cross at, with the Old Testament or whatever, mm. or the Old Covenant is what it called. But then they try to bring up Romans. And then there's, if people would actually take the time to, you know, dig into the actual word. It's always funny because since like they come at me with that, I'm like, y'all haven't even done that. But they won't mm. do it. I've, I've told, I mm. really was kind of surprised with my dad. I thought he would when I said that, but. It's because, yeah. like you said, it's, it's like the domino effect. Like they, but you, they can't. The, there's my my new favorite thing at the moment is um, when someone tells me that the, the the Bible is the perfect word of God. I ask them to tell me what Matthew, I think it's Matthew eighteen. I'll put it on the screen. Matthew eighteen ten says, and the reason I ask them to to look at that is because there is no Matthew eighteen ten. It goes from Matthew eighteen. Um, no, 11, sorry. It goes from Matthew 18, 11 to 12. And the reason is, is because the early translations, the King James Version, used manuscripts, and we've since found 
Can you hear that? I'm on a... it's, it's very faint, but... Uh, um, we, uh, the, the, the newer manuscript, the, the, the earliest manuscripts were found since the King James was created in 1611, um, have shown that, that that wasn't in there. So they just have to just have to go from Matthew 10 to 12, which is and, funny yeah, for the perfect so word of God. Because but, what, but what my parents would say in response to it, they'll be like, well, God put in what the in like the Bible ended up like with what God wanted it to. And I said, that makes no sense. If also it mm. talks about how human like nature or whatever humans are in, like imperfect, they sin, all these things. You expect all these men, one, not like shitting on you because you're a man, but I'm saying like it's always been like certain like men, like men of the church. And the church has been corrupt. Like you've even seen like in the Catholic church, like certain like they've been abusing their power. There have been so many just all sorts of things, people translating things differently. Mm. And it's just very wild to me that like they just rationalize it by saying, and then my mom will also say, or in a lot of people, not just her, this is when I just, I, it's like talking to a wall and I just, I just shut down. I, they'll be like, well, God told me this. Like I have my relationship with God, but by them mm-hmm. saying that it's downplaying my relationship with like, cause I, especially at the time, like, I don't know what I call it now, but at the time I was like, I still have a relationship with God. Like who's to, like, they'll be like, well, no, you're in a, like, it's an abomination to be a, like, so they yeah. basically just don't think I have any, didn't have, think I have any form. They just mm. basically just didn't matter. So when, that when was people, usually, that made me usually so people, when people usually get to that stage where they say, God told me, I ask them, I say, okay, would you be able to pray and you can take as much time as you need. You can get back to me in a year's time if you need to, but ask God what he wants me to know that will convince me of his existence. Yep. And, and they're then, like, and then, then they'll be like, well, we, you just have to have faith. And, and I was like, I'll, yeah. <laughs> and then and you then, watch this. This is so, this is so, you know, this, this is exactly what happened in the debate I did recently. And yep. then I said, can I talk to you about faith? And they said, yeah. And I said, if faith can lead me to Yahweh and lead you to Allah or Zeus, doesn't that demonstrate that faith is an unreliable pathway to truth? And then they went pause for like five seconds. and was like, no. And I was like, how? Yeah. It's can just lead like to two saying, different okay, things. they will be like saying like, okay, yeah. this shirt is this color. And they'll be like, okay, well, and they're like, they'll try to argue with nothing. Like it's, it's wild to me. Mm. And I'm just, it, it just makes no sense. And at the end of the day, what it boils down to, it doesn't matter what you say The if you have certain type of sin or something they don't agree with, they'll just ba- basically put you as ignorant in their mm. mind and be like, well, you're just, you know, turning and, or they call me, this, this is what I got all the time. Cause I used to be like, I had my little, like, teenagers do like but honestly i didn't have as many of a rebellious phase i never drank in high school i never not that it like you know whatever do your own thing but like mm. i just telling you i was such a like into like church and i didn't do any of these things so i'm like mm. i really wasn't that i was like the least bit rebellious like you know whatever but i even went on a christian trolley bus as my prom like <laughs> group they wouldn't let me go with like the people i wanted to because i was like super into you know whatever it's very strange the whole you know scene but um i don't know they would be like you're rebellious you just you just want your way you're so independent blah 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 and i'm like honestly y'all don't like they just the more they would say i'm like Mm -hmm. y'all don't know me and my heart at all because i am i'm a pisces i am so like i am an emotional person i care deeply like can i just i because of them i've like you know, been able to like dissociate and I don't think it's a been yeah. able to, it's more so like, I don't want to, I've just, I have, and it's been rough, the, but you know, 
The um, just to quickly touch, I I really want to tell you this story where um, there's this pastor who's starting a church in our local community. So we've got, um, we live in like a new suburb kind of area um, in the Sunshine Coast, Australia, and um, there's this new this is ad that came on for, on on Facebook that was like I'm starting a church and blah 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 and and I said. Um, I said to the guy, I said, hey, Shane, I'd, I'd like to ask you questions about your church. And I said, because I'm a member of the community, I'd, I'd like to know. And I said, what does your church teach about homosexuality? And I was like, um, obviously, um, different churches handle this differently, blah, blah, blah. And he replied in this long message, like <laughs> privately. And he said, um, these are the, and he, basically his argument was like, an, it was like, you know, a lot of texts. And it, but basically his argument was, um, Jesus loves people. We've got to love Jesus. And then, some people may have to, you know, we all have sin and some people may have to walk away from their sin to um, uh, to follow Jesus, right? And he goes, oh, I, and this is just what the gospel is, blah, blah, blah. And I go, okay, cool. So I, I can understand that. That's a, at least a rational thought process he's got. And I said, but I said, I've got three problems with this, Shane. I said, my first problem is that these teachings, are, um, we know that they're harmful. Um, teaching kids that, you know, that homosexuality is a sin and that this part of them is not, um, is something that needs to be removed or cleansed or fixed, right? And it's I was unnatural like, as what a parent yeah. And I was like, but I could, I could almost get, I could almost, I can't, but I could almost be okay with church teaching things that are harmful to humanity. I think if people want to do things that are harmful, I think we've got to have a conversation about how much harm do we want with freedom of speech and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But my second two points, I still had a huge issue with, and this, the second point was. You'll say that homosexuality is a sin, yet Jesus never mentioned homosexuality in the New Testament. Paul mentioned homosexuality, and the Old Testament um, mentioned homosexuality. And I was like, but the problem is the Old Testament also mentions slavery, how you can beat a slave, how you can own a slave, to take the virgin women's, women for yourself, to um, uh, that, Just that you can beat a slave. That we, yeah. yeah. Exodus 21 talks about how you to own Hebrew slaves and how you can own them for life, how you meant to give them away for seven years, or to buy um, slaves from the nations around you, and those slaves you can give to your children as inheritance. Now, Jesus never spoke on slavery either, but <laughs> G- but Paul did, and Paul said slave, uh, slaves obey your masters, even the cruel ones. And I said, so okay, my, 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 yeah, I was like, so when you say that you're teaching biblical morality, I'm sure that if I asked you, hey, is it okay for a Christian to own a slave? You'd say no, where the where yeah. it's exactly the same. It was in the Old Testament. Jesus never mentioned it, like homosexuality and like homosexuality. And Paul mentioned it and said, slaves, um, obey your masters, even the cruel ones. It was never reformed. So I said, I just don't know how you square this because unless you're going to teach that slavery is moral for Christians, that is, and uh, like they're going to say, and you're like, it's no, been it good means, luck with it means, that. It means it means bond servant. It means it means um. Oh yeah, you know, there's um, always employment. No, 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 no. Forget the word. Then the ownership of another human being as property. If, if you're not going to um, say that that's okay, then you're not teaching biblical morality. You're teaching your own morality. Just pick from parts of the yep. Bible that you enjoy, and. And I said, so I'd like, I'd like to come. And he just, he's left me on read. It's been about five days now, and I'm waiting for his response because I know yeah. that I don't know how he can square. He can, he can and square and dot yeah, that. Yeah, and that's exactly it. And this is another thing that kind of made me just think of. It's like then when we say these things, it's like then they just get like live. A lot of people, not him, I'm saying, but just people in general, because I've had a similar, you know, similar type conversations. They get mad and they're just like, well, you know, and then they write you off with something. But it's just well, very. We just want to sin. 
Yeah. And I'm like, I'm I'm really, exactly. I'm just trying to have like a conversation, you know, like, and then they can't, they just can't do it. So it's just like, and a lot of times the Mm -hmm. ones that are so angry at the homosexuals are the ones that are struggling, struggling with it. Yeah. Because I used to be that person. I remember in high school, there's this one girl, I ended up apologizing to her later. I remember I tried to convert her even like and be like or convert or whatever you want to call her and I call it. And I was like, yeah, I, you know, I used to think it was a sin. And I like the things I even said, I looking back, like, I'm so glad she never like harmed herself or did anything, which I will bring that full circle at the end. Um, Cause that's like a closing point more so, but it's just very, it's wild to me, but I want to get back on that, finish that little part of like the story. Yeah, like, yeah. But so basically coming back. So after we went to that pride thing, it was just very like such a, you know, nice moment. I just finally got to the point where I was like, I need, I just need to know more. And like, you know, a lot of kids, they'll look at porn and Mm -hmm. I was again, never a sexual like person. Um, you know, I just like, it wasn't like the thought of it that's not something I was like seeking at the time. I was just very curious. Like a lot of kids are, which to each its own, whatever. I just, I was curious. So I looked it up and it wasn't just like that. I looked up like lesbian or like I looked up like certain types or whatever. I just looked up whatever. Cause I just didn't even know what it fully was or whatever. Cause I just mm-hmm. wasn't aware. So I looked it up and of course they immediately saw that there was like one thing. Cause they saw my journal or whatever. They immediately saw that it was there was something that was lesbian but it was literally there was a lot of everything and Mm. it was just more so just seeing and anyways from then on out that's when things escalated like horribly and yeah they can say that i was a rebellious kid or whatever but i really did i I didn't do much of anything in high school if anything i i could definitely i was definitely like a bratty kid and stuff like that at times looking back and i apologize for it as much as i can but, you know, I don't know what else. I, I don't remember a lot, but I do remember that I was kind of bratty and things like that. But also, I just remember being the things that they said was, like, disrespectful was me questioning them, like, their beliefs, mm. but not just trying to be rude about it, but just being like, hey. And then it just became a huge spiral because then I'd get livid because I wasn't being heard and things like that. But um, more so, like, that's a huge, huge problem. I'm not downplaying that. Like, that, that's a big thing with a lot of people. But also another big problem is I wanted to be able to like, I hate lying. I can't stand it. And if you, Same. I don't even know in the two messages that were shown on, I don't know, those are only two messages on TikTok that, you know, you get to see. But on one of the messages that is like in that, either in those or something, another one, they were be, they'd be like, You're, you've told us so many lies, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, the only thing I, cause at first, when I first started out, obviously like I'm not, obviously, I mean, I shouldn't have, I remember like being like, no, I'd like, I, I, you know, like, covering it up. And that is a lie. Like I was covering it up cause I didn't want to, mm-hmm. I didn't want, I wasn't even sure, but like, I just didn't know, but more so I, d- I stopped lying and I was just, I finally got to the point. I just didn't tell them unless they directly asked me because why would I put myself in that situation for more, mm-hmm. you know, mental harm. And, um, I then basically it was like you're I was like I finally told my mom and this was like throughout college the timeline's very strange but like I just remember being like look do you want me to tell you everything because I will and because I was like I said I was like I, I finally just hit a point I was just like you know 
if you want me to, I will. They didn't yet, but then they basically, so right when I started going to college, this has been a whole thing. Like we had a huge, we had so many huge blowout arguments because I wasn't really able to hang out with my friend Rachel anymore, but I really didn't have a crush on her at that point. It was just more so like it was the first place I felt like safe, even though it's not like they were like going to harm me physically. It's just more so like gay safe, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But also I just felt like I was were, always walking on eggshells. What was that? Do you mind if I ask, were you and Rachel, like you you guys, was she, we never Rachel? Did She's straight. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the funniest oh, okay. part. But like she, she knows I have like an appreciation for her because without her, yeah, I probably I would have found out, but like it was more so I probably would have found out way later, like way, way later. Mm. And I'm really grateful for yeah. her mom, even though I don't even know if she knows because it's like more so like just seeing like her living her life and not in in the bondage of mm. all this so mess. It, it was just more that they didn't like Rachel because you had a crush on her. And more so, and the, the fact that her mom was gay, so they thought that her demons were going to bounce on me or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was, just, I was that's why I wasn't able to go in that prom group, and I ended up having to go in. Like, yes, some of these people were really cool in that prom group, but, like, at that point, people were pretty... I was pretty much so over church and things like this at that point, not fully, but like, I just was so over like a lot of stuff. I just didn't really want to, not a lot of people knew that, but like, I just was not wanting to be in that group. I wanted to go with like Rachel and them, but I had to stick with, you know, this. And it's funny yeah. because my, I don't really like talking about my sister a lot because she has, still has like a relationship with her. I love my sister to death. She's the one person in my life that is in my family that is great. But this has, this is very generic. She basically, she's straight. So, she got to do whatever, like, you know, it's not like she did anything bad and stuff like that, but she like could go whatever prom group, like, you know, if anything, I was more like by the book textbook, you know, like legalistic, I guess, but that's kind of what they wanted, even though they wouldn't admit that. But like, I was very by the book and things. And so it was just very interesting. Um, I didn't have like a sip of alcohol. I had remember having one sip of alcohol in high school, but I didn't even drink at all until like my second year of college or something. But, um, yeah, so that was wild, but either way, so basically they put, this is where it gets wild. They basically made me start going to see my mother's best friend at, they're not best friend, but really close friend who went to their church at the time. Some reason they're not friends anymore, which I, it's very, I don't even understand their whole cult. They had a split separation, but her best friend, she, I know she used to have a license, um, but I don't. I've heard through the grapevine of many people that like it, it doesn't this is a thing in America. I don't know how it is other places, but like the church can still get away with so much in religious places like this yeah. because they can call it a ministry and do Christian help and like Christian counseling, mm. but not therapy. So they can get away with anything. Even if she yeah. wasn't licensed, it wouldn't have mattered. I don't even I genuinely yeah. don't know. I think she might be. I don't know. Either way, um, uh, I, it's just I know a counselor. I know a counselor that is super well respected and he slept with one of his clients when he had a wife. And he blames her and says she came on to me and he had to step down from ministry for like a year and now he's back running his own church or like being a big part of his own uh, church. Yeah. And everyone's and like, yeah, good man, like holy, yeah. holy. Oh, well, that's, what, that, and that I, I don't even mind. I don't even mind saying this on this at all because they air my stuff out and everything. It's not about airing it out. It's just more so the fact of the matter is that they're, you know, my dad, there's been, you know, what's the word? Indiscretion. There's been some things that, you know, are against the Bible, let's say, you know, in the marriage, you know, uh, that it's just very interesting that, and it wasn't just a one-time thing that like, you know, that that happened. And I'm just you like, hmm. 
I'm like, yeah. that's interesting. But like, since I guess it's not, they always said it's a habitual sin. I can't stand mm-hmm. the word lifestyle. If someone says that to me, I literally want to punch them, but I'm like, mm, I, 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 that's what yeah. word that makes me mad. And it's funny because I used to even say that and call it like in the song, in the song, Mo- dear mom and dad, there's this one part that says, um, like my life, uh, I wouldn't choose my life. I literally had the word lifestyle in it for so long before I recorded it. I like, I remember hearing it in the car and this is when things were switching internally in me. And I was like, this is not just a, this is not a lifestyle. Like that's just, you say the heterosexual lifestyle, like that just sounds silly as fuck. Like, shut up like that's so makes me so mad it's so the um that the uh uh colin my colin that sorry to keep interrupting i've just got so many things it's a wild story all of it okay um uh colin the the one i interviewed in the, the deep drinks the first episode he um he was like i don't know who would choose this life like he's like you get persecuted Everyone, that's like, what people don't get yeah. They're and like, well, you had someone. Sin, it feels good, and I'm like, yeah, but there's a lot of things that feel good that I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. this is not like that. Like eating cheese feels good, but it's not a lifestyle. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> no. But like, um, and he had this one friend of his from ministry on her fourth marriage explain to him how the homosexuals are trying to ruin the sanctity of marriage, and I'm like, and, I'm, and he's exactly. like, I can't. And I'm like. And if you say anything, she blows up, screams, and runs out of the room, and then you're the one who's like, yes. And they, they're literally, uh. like, there's so many things. There's one, oh, there's just some things that I can't say on this, but it's just very wild that you hear some things that are, you're just like, you're calling me this. And I, they also always, like, refer to homosexuals as pedophiles. Um, I can't stand oh, that. They're like, so... you, or bestiality or something. They'll be like, since you can't, since, uh, where, where are we going to draw the line? If you can have sex with mm. a woman, when, like, what about a kid? Is that what's going to be next? And I said, there, so there was this one thing on Facebook that went, it was trending not too long ago and it was some weird sign that I've never even seen before. And I dug into it because I wanted to know, because I had a feeling and I was right. And, but basically it was this whole thing and they made it seem like the gays started this whole trend about like how making pedophile, like, you know, what is it like making it seem fine. There's a word for, I just can't think of it. Normalizing it. Maps. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know, but the, basically the, they were trying to normalize that and put it in with the word, you know, the LGBTQ. Oh, you know, yeah. So it's like LGBT. Yeah. And I was like, we were like, um, I, I was like, I bet you money a Christian started this and is putting it as on like, us. And that is exactly like what it was. I found, I literally wow. was researching it. Yeah. And this is a huge thing. People will do this all the time and troll us because it just comes back on us because like, I mean, it's just very... Like, what is that logic? Like, it's two consensual adults. And we're both about, like, of age. Like, it makes no sense, like, relationship. It's just wild. That's what I said to um, Shane as well, the pastor from this area. I said, Shane, I was like, the the Bible is explicitly not talking about two people who love, monogamous people who love each other in, like, a marriage. They're talking like I was like, you can't say that has anything to do with the homosexuality we see today. And they're like, well, it's not Adam and Steve. It's (laughs) yeah. Do you know what? Wow, that's a great argument. If you said that in any other debate, wow, like it's Adam and I had a I come up with a quote for that. It was um like and like if someone said that, like, do they expect that quote right there? They say that all (laughs) the time. Okay, okay, I'm just gonna go. 
I'm going to go kiss a man. I'm going to go uh, sleep yeah. with a man now. Thank you. It's it's Adam and Eve. <laughs> um, it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve, unless Steve isn't into Eve. That's what yeah. I come up with. Thanks, and then another thing I said is, um, another thing I thought of is, uh, it's not, it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. It's also myth. <laughs> so it's like, yes. Or have you heard also, about. And something that goes with that, it's like, okay, so you're coming at me. It's always these, ugh, it's always the misogynistic type men, usually yeah. these country bumpkins that are. Uh, yeah. Who bench press know, a lot. Whatever. And have, um, Hot, yes. Um, piercings. Yeah. Yes. And hopped <laughs> off like to look like they just hopped off of like Duck Dynasty season, whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, look, they, they say just the craziest things. And I'm like, okay, sir, let me see your search history. Have you ever searched? Are, are you like watching any of this stuff? Because, hmm, like if you're watching it, and partaking in it, which I bet you money majority of them are like watching Love like Me Warm because they're the same people oh. that are like, oh, can I watch or can I do this? And I'm like, who? Yeah, I have a theory. I think, I don't know. I think lesbian porn is the most accepted. For, I think, who doesn't love lesbian porn? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Anyone. I'm like, I think even, even straight, even, I know even, straight even girls who watch lesbian men porn. That can. They'll be like, I mean, they, they won't obviously get off it, but they'll be like, it's just interesting. Like, they're very beautiful <laughs> women, you know, like, yeah, duh, yeah. like, but yeah. I'm like, but if you're going to judge that, like, yeah, they're the exactly. same people that I would love to see their search history. That's what I've always said, you know. But do you remember I, pa- Do you remember Pastor Todd Haggard, uh, Ted Haggard? That name sounds so familiar. He he was this preacher who would even like a preacher that every Sunday would preach against the homosexual lifestyle or the homosexual the gays, and then um, <gasps> the gays then, are coming. I have a shirt that says that. Then, yeah, the gays are coming. Like Please, how is the how is the word coming spelled? <laughs> I think it's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> if it's um, not spelled that way, they should have. Um, the anyway, he his um his gay his regular gay prostitute that he would hire came out and spoke out against him because he would preach against um the gays on the week on on the Sunday, but then on the Saturday night he'd be doing meth with this gay prostitute and banging him all night. Like, and it's like, man, like I wonder how many of these like really anti-gay yeah. pastors well, are just if, yeah. If you want, have you ever seen the sh- or the movie that's on Netflix not too long ago? It was like Pray Away. Yeah, yeah. I was actually going to ask you. Wild, yeah. That was eye opening, and that's something that I resonated with a lot of the stuff. So I don't call my the therapy. So basically, I don't know if I said that. So basically, my parents gave me an ultimatum, and they were like, "Okay, all of a sudden, is this the straw? Is this the straw that broke the like?" This There's was- two different straws, but this is one of them. Right. Um, but I went for a long time. So basically, my parents, um, all of a sudden, like I had no warning. Like I, I know they kicked me out for like two weeks. But I lived with like my best friend or something, um, just for a, just a whole mess. Like oh, literally on graduation, I remember I there was like a buildup, and I just didn't want to be around any of them because they made me feel like crap for so long. And so yeah, I wasn't going to be all happy, happy. So they're pissed that I'm not being the grateful, you know, kid that they've mm-hmm. always, ha- you know. And so yes, I should have handled some things different, but again, and I don't mean to excuse it because I was a kid, but like also like at the same time, a lot of the things I had a right to be not want to be buddy buddy with my family and certain things. But I remember it was crazy on my graduation. I accidentally bumped into my grandpa's car. (laughs) Great. Of course, like my life is just a series of shit show events, (laughs) but my mom came out in front of everyone because this was literally a pile up of things. She was like, this is a representation of your life. And I was like, Never have forgotten that that uh, phrase, and 
I was like, okay, well. So I lived with my best friend after that. They put all my stuff in trash bags and we threw it out my window. And then we went to and packed it up with them. Um, basically, I like reality hit me because I was like financially like, you know, I had I've, I'd worked my whole like since I was like 16. Chick-fil-A, by the way. Funny as it is. Because oh, ironic. Wow. I worked there for I don't six know much years about Chick-fil-A. We don't have it in Australia. So but are yeah, they they're, like really um, anti-gay or something? Or? Yeah. And yeah, that's a whole even... Yeah. Well, hang, Six years hang on of my sec. life with that. I I need to I need to stop you because um I I just want to be careful of time. Are you okay to keep talking? Like, how long have you got? I'll talk forever, I but have, um, I have plenty of time. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So I did have to, I, we normally do like sixty to ninety minutes, but if we can go longer, that's totally cool. I'm enjoying this conversation oh, yeah. a lot. I also want to get some ice for my drink oh, so yeah, I can continue sure. keeping a buzz. Yeah. Okay, we're back from our little intermission. <laughs> um, um, and obviously, as as this goes on, the um the alcohol will take effect, and um, yeah. I imagine the conversation will get more debaucherous um, or go into some weird directions. So for sure, we'll both end up crying by the end. Um, <laughs> That's the goal. Story. That's the goal. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't take much for me. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, so my parents basically, yeah, they gave me an ultimatum, and um, but they did it. They would never call it that. They do it in a way mm-hmm. where they make you. It's it's super gaslighting. This is a lot of Christians. I'm not just saying just my parents. Like I know a lot of people do it. They basically make, and I even thought this for the longest time, just like they made me feel like I was being disrespectful for questioning them. They made me feel like I wanted to do these things, but basically I would have had no financial support all of a sudden. And I was going to call it like already like enrolled, like doing things. It was just, a, it was a train wreck. And so it wasn't just like financial, like freaking me out because I knew that I could do it. I ended up having three jobs at one point. Like I, I've got, I paid off all my student loans by myself towards the end. Like I, I'm proud of where I am with all that by myself. But at the time I like, I think it was like not even a full year or a year. I don't even really know. It might've been, I don't even know, but basically I think it was like two years actually where they were partially doing some stuff and with that. And they were also like, look, if you, we will, still have you in the family as well. And when I say my family, it includes my grandparents, my aunt and uncle. Um, I do have one really, really cool uncle. Um, on It's my dad's brother, but I don't even really know if he claims him anymore, but he, he's bi. He's very like open and free and like, he's just, he's a, he's a Christian. He's super, he's just been there for me. And he's like the first person out of the family that I called other than like, you know, my parents, I didn't really get to come, come out to, which, you know, whatever. But, um, I knew that I was going to, but we don't really see them a lot ever. So I didn't like my close family. I knew I was going to lose them all. And I just knew that if I didn't do what they were selling me and go to this therapy and they don't trust normal therapy, like normal therapy, which that's what I'm going Mm. into now because I think it's kind of of the devil almost. They, it has to be like a Christian counseling type thing. And so they're like, if you don't, you know, do it, basically, then they're going to lose them all. And eventually I did, but I had to kind of come to terms with that because that's a lot to lose all at once. And it's just, it was very overwhelming and super stressful. And I was at a very, very low point. Um, and so I chose to, and a part of me was still very much so brainwashed. Like I was tired of the church at some parts, but then a part of me just kept getting drawn back in because I was so scared of hell because I was being, you know, scared into submission. And that's not, even if you use their own words against them, even if you don't believe in God, you know, 
God, that their God, that God is not a God of shame. Convict, like he's a God of conviction, but not shame. And I never felt convicted about any of these things. It was always shame and condemnation. There's a difference. Mm -hmm. And um, so basically I was going to this therapy and this it's, so there were some things like you can do like normal therapy and like, it was like you talk about some normal stuff, but there was a lot of stuff that was just, I don't even know. Like that's why I call it gay therapy, not conversion therapy. Cause it's not like the typical, like they're not hooking me up. I knew I have some friends that have had to go through like electrician, like just certain things that you see on TV, mm. I guess. But a lot of the stuff is just subtle brainwash. Um, Mm. And something I'm going to be showing on TikTok soon. I I thought I'd be able to like joke about it, I guess, and stuff. Kind because of, I did joke about it at first was the five stages of homosexuality. Um, but I emailed my old. She used to be gay, is what she said. So either she was bi or something along the lines, or she was. I don't even know. I I don't. Or she still is. She radi. She always radiated that to me that she was. So I was always like it was a very strange dynamic. She was like, no, I've been delivered. That's the word they use. They don't really, my mom is basically, sorry, I'm jumping everywhere, but basically my mom's like an exorcist without the title. Let me throw this in there. Um, the yep. official title that you hear from like, you know, like the Catholic church and things like that. But like she does that kind of thing. They call it deliverance. And so my old, you know, used to be gay therapist, which I only say her first name, Valerie, she, you know, said that she's been delivered and they've tried to like pray those out of me. It's just certain things. It's just very, very wild. Um, I have to, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, have to I know that's a lot. <laughs> there's so many, there's so many things that like, I've wanted to interject like five times, but I really want to hear your story. But, yeah. but like the, I had the exact same thing. You know that you have a TikTok where you think that you thought you were going to be delivered like the Benny Hinn, like, ah, like foaming at the mouth. Oh, yeah. Like the yes. gay, the gay, of the gay is gone, you know. Um, I had that exact same thing um, when, when I went through a really rough stage in my life and, and kind of came back to church when Amy and I first got together. And I went to see pastors and counselors and uh, worship leaders and everyone I could waiting for this experience, trying to, like, I was like, I need to be delivered. And they kept saying, uh, maybe, you know, I don't know if you need to be delivered or, or like, you want to be, you, it's me. like you want to change, I guess, because you want to. Yeah. You don't want to disappoint you, but fixed. you also want to do it for yourself because you see that mm. that's what you're supposed to, you know, be doing. Yeah. Yeah. And I had internal, like I had internal things going on and, and anxieties and depression and stuff that I want to be delivered from. And I thought I, ha I had broken myself by, um, you know, walking away and smoking weed and, and all this stuff. I thought that I was like broken and I needed to be delivered. I had, I had yeah. demons and stuff. And um, I had this like experience once when I was high where I, um, I've, I felt like what I, what I would call like demons enter the room or whatever, but now looking back, I just go, no, that was just an intrusive thought. And I've, but, um, but I remember thinking that I had like demons and the same thing yeah. that I wanted to be delivered. Well, from if them. anything, and, the, the religious parts of that, cause I've had the same thing happen. It definitely intrusive thought and stuff, but it's like your mind, since you, you had all that prior stuff, it's like almost just like paranoia. I think that the religious stuff just hops in there because it wants yeah. to scare, you know, the cycle. Like it, you probably haven't even thought about that. You just been like, Oh, it's just a passing thing. But since you know, all that stuff, that's why I can't, I can't smoke because I told my friends, like, yeah, it's just really hard to explain. Like, they'll be like, I'd be like, it almost like just makes me feel like I'm on some like hallucinogenic almost because mm. like, which I'm just saying, like, because it, it, it's just not a good experience for me because I think about everything that you were just saying even, but continue what you're saying. The, the, it's, 
this it's it's so um just to just to duck over to what you said before about the psychology too is um i went to so many christian counselors and i had um but this one time my, my parents really sat me down and they're like dave you need to go to a psychologist and i was like no and i was like no like go to a psychologist like just a, like you, you, you nothing's bad is going to happen just go to see one and i go and see one and the first you know, the first, um, I had these intrusive thoughts that I thought were the voice of God it, and the voice of God was telling me, um, and I, I hope you don't mind me kind of spending some time to explain this, but essentially I was making this thing, this, this jewelry box for Amy. And I felt like I had just stepped forward in my relationship with God. So I was making this jewelry box, me and her were just getting together and I was making this jewelry box for her. And I was like spending and listening to worship music, listening to the hill song, I think it was. And I just felt, um, this feeling like I'm going to go, I'm going to open my heart back up to God and I'm going to like open that up and I'm going to pray to God. And, um, because I just feel so happy right now. And I did. Um, and as soon as I, I did that, that, that process of like internally feeling like I opened up my heart and prayed to God, I, I heard this booming voice, not heard, but like felt this booming yeah. thing say during break the, up with like Amy. almost during like your Jesus high almost. Yeah. And I said, break up with Amy. And I went, whoa. And I like, and I held back and I was just like, what are you? And I was like, and I thought, and it was, I was like, this is the voice of God telling me to break up with Amy. I had a massive panic attack. I was vomiting, like I ran outside and I was vomiting from this. Cause I was like, I'm going to break Amy's heart. God just told me to break up with Amy. And this is what my parents said, go to a psychologist. And I was going to counselors and every Christian counselor I said, like would see, they were saying, no, the Bible usually brings people together. And there's nothing that you guys are doing. Like you're both kind of, your relationship's actually helping you both in your walk with God and you're both going to church a lot. And like this, like everyone, all the pastors and counselors I was talking to were saying, mm, that doesn't seem right. So I go to this psychologist, right? First session of the psychologist, the psychologist goes, all right, do you feel just like a checkbox of stuff? And I was like, this guy is just crap. The next time I go there and this is, this is, this, this was a breaking point for me. He said, okay. He talked to me about this and he goes, um, because he asked me the previous one, what's your thoughts? What are going through your head when you're having a panic attack? What's like the, at the peak? And I said, oh, it's uh, God wants me to break up with Amy. And I'm sitting in the psychologist's office and I'm a Christian, really strong Christian. And he says, I want you to repeat out loud, God wants me to break up with Amy. And I said, no. I said, no, 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 I, I, can't, I can't do I can't do that. Because if I say it, I'm confessing something into the world. And then, you know, what if I, yeah, you're what speaking if I, like, blessings and curses. That's what my mom mm, always said. And you were speaking it. And I literally was just talking to someone about that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And he's like, he's like, I'm like, what if I push past you, run out the door, get on the phone and break up with her over the phone. And he's like, would I be a good psychologist if I didn't know what I was doing? And, and I'm like, no, I was like, oh, and I argue with him for a while. And then I was like, fine, I'll do it. And I sat there and I said, what if God wants me to break up with Amy? And, he, and he's like, do it again. And I was like, what if God wants me to break up Amy? And he's like, do it again. And I was like, I'm getting a panic. And he's like, do it again. And I'm like, what if God wants to break up Amy? And he's like, do it again. And he kept making me do it. And I'm like, You're okay, like, I'm panicking yeah. now. And I was actually having like this full on panic attack in his office. And I'm looking for a bin to vomit in because it was getting that internally intense, right? God. And he's like, and he's like, say it again. And I'm like, what if God wants to break up Amy? He's like, say it again. I'm like, what if God wants to break up Amy? He's like, say it again. I'm like, what if? And then all of a sudden it was like, click. And I was like, what if? God wants me to break up with Amy. He's like, say it again. I'm like, what if God wants me to? And he's like, say it again. I'm like, what if God wants me? And I was like, why am I thinking this? And all the anxiety, everything just left, like some sort of spiritual, like, like cleansing. Aha like this, moment, yeah. Yeah, and it was like, 
I was like, why did I even think that? And it was like all that power that I had. Anyway, long story short, what I used to call the voice of God was just an OCD tick. <laughs> and um, <laughs> See, that's literally what I've been having. I still have to like, I'm like really bad about it. Still, no. like I'm always like, like what? Yeah. Like is that? And also I have to remind myself, even if sometimes I have to use, like I say, use their own logic against them. Sometimes I have to use my old logic against my own self. And I'll be like, wait, no, because if God's a God of peace, then that's not like, I'm not feeling pe- like I have yeah. to like rationalize, you know, sometimes. And I don't even believe like a lot of that stuff I did, but <laughs> yeah. like, you know, but that makes total sense. hundred percent what you're saying. Cause I, I resonate with that. And I'm yeah. so, like, I, I still catch myself. Like, even if I say something that normal people would be like, what? I'd be like, I can't say that. Like, cause like speaking something, you know, into ex- I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, exactly. Wild. It's but like, yeah, can I can I can I ask you just quickly? So you don't consider yourself religious per se. You may have some. I call myself beliefs. spiritual, and yeah. yes, like I just hate the word like, Christian itself. But I don't hate Christians. I just mm. I don't know. It's just like because of the trauma with you, it. It's just, you love the religious, just not the religion. Yes. Yeah, I hope you exactly. get that reference. You get that reference. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Love and the so sin, hate the sin. <laughs> that is that is that. Like I don't know. I I I'm trying to figure it out still. But like I want to mm. say I have a relationship with something. Like sometimes I'll even say Mother Nature or like the universe or I don't know mm. what I call it. But I just know that I I'm connected to some. Like I've just seen some things though. Like there is people want to call it the demonic or whatever. I'm not saying I've seen, like I've just witnessed some things that I can't explain. Yeah. I'm not going to put, I just think there's some things in the universe that probably should not ever be touched or like delve, like do like there's just something like, I don't even know what it is. Like even people that are leaving like witchcraft or something, people, there's always something that someone doesn't, you know, agree with. And I think it's probably whatever my mom has dug into because I, we just seen some interesting things to say the least. It's, it's, it's one thing too. Like I, I have a lot of like spiritual experiences that I've had, like incredible experiences throughout my life. I remember one time, I think we saw gold dust appear in someone's hand at church. Oh yeah. I've seen, yeah, I've seen that. I, yeah, that I don't even really understand. Or I've seen like, if you want to call it demonic or whatever, I've seen someone foam at the mouth right after we read a Bible verse that spoke about that. Or I've seen my mom do her own little thing. Like it's, it's interesting. And I've even had that like type of thing done and i've also i even tried like i was so into it and i thought that my mom what she was doing was like normal that i've even prayed like prayed over like whatever tried to do Mm. that with my friend one time and had a very weird like it was i was younger and we both still to this day have no idea how to explain any of the stuff that happened and i ever since we've just had some very like we call it like our house was haunted we had weird stuff happen that we just don't even know how to explain that i just wish we would have never even remotely gotten into you know well just just before we get back to um your story my take on all that stuff is um two things one if we don't understand it or we don't we can't explain it that's their answer i don't know what it was that's yeah and And secondly i've literally that's exactly what it is you just have to just accept it but some people don't and that's when i'm like that's when just weird things happen and bad things start happening that follow it i feel like you know yeah like well this the second thing is um not um uh, not attaching a truth claim to those. So I've had some spiritual experiences, but I don't go therefore X, Y, Z because yeah. other religions could do the same thing. You know, you exactly. suffer Sai Baba of India raised four people from no the dead. No one would admit that, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So anyway, back to, back to your journey. 
I'm trying to hurry it up for him. It's just no, no. Don't don't hurry it up. Take 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 your time because yeah, don't don't Um, take your time. Maybe we can. (laughs) I'll just have a look at like some of the things I put down. So you at this point, like at this point, you've like you've kind of um, you've kind of well, basically at this point, they're trying to make me understand why I am the way I am and what I'm going to go into on my TikTok at some point because it's like a whole thing. Um, but what I was reading, I emailed my used to be gay therapist Valerie and I was like hey I want to see these five stages of homosexuality again and I thought honestly I was going to laugh at them but and I really thought that because I do like the concept of it you know it's just silly to me Mm. but I started reading them and I genuinely did not realize how much I'd associated during a lot of that stuff I just remember sitting there like spaced out I don't like when I say I don't remember a lot of my childhood like it wasn't not the some of like a lot of it was bad or anything I just don't remember um because a lot Mm. of it's just so you know, closeted or whatever. I just, or fake. Um, Cause even if it wasn't the gay stuff, I was always scared of disappointing my parents and things like that. So I just was always like on eggshells, but basically um, I don't know. It's just very interesting because when I was reading those five stages of homosexuality, I just started weeping. I sent it to one of my best friends. Who's also um, a lesbian. And we were just like, I was like, wow, like, this is why my mindset has been so like, I'm glad I saw it, honestly, because I have been so even still brainwashed about some things because I call it like hypnosis, but it's not like that's not what they did, you know, necessarily. Um, But basically, they make you think that like, I genuinely have so trigger warning for some people out there, you know, but like, I, I genuinely believed for the longest time. And I had no recollection, no memory, no anything of this until people kept putting these ideas in my head that I, since I was gay or having these gay struggles that I was hurt or abused or like molested as a child, or maybe I just didn't remember it. So I even done this thing called like Sozo or something. This is like a big thing. I don't know if you've heard of that. Um, they do it like I think no. even at Bethel, which is a big church. I don't know if you've heard of that. I know Bethel. Oh, yeah. I, I can't They do Bethel. Sozo there, but, I don't know what type of version they do. They do these branched off versions, but this one isn't necessarily like, this isn't like gay related. This is just more so like they dig into your dreams. Like I've done so many things that it's like has gone alongside this um, and separately. Like I won't tell them, but what's up? So are you saying that, yeah. So are you saying that you don't, believe you actually were like abused or had some traumatic experience but now i know i want to say that i know um that i was not but they put these ideas in my head so heavily like even like my previous ex uh or my is like a recent like breakup but she like even one like time we were just laying in bed and i've never like experienced this um but she was just like holding me and um I even literally it felt like a vision. I don't know how to like a not a vision, but like a visual flashback of like somebody like touching me inappropriately, I guess. That's how to word it, like doing something that wasn't not like it didn't happen. And I I can genuinely say that now in confidence that it didn't, I think at least. And if it did, I was so young, like it wasn't something that I just associated and like cut off because I've literally been trying to dig into this, but like they've put these ideas like they didn't, and a lot of times they'll do it. They won't be like, I didn't tell you that you were, but they plant these seeds and ideas and ideas and ideas. Like, are you sure? Like, was it like, you know, or did I fail you as a parent because of this or like just certain things? And I was like, I, I don't know. And so I don't know when like that became like 
and I don't know. It's just oh, been always geez. in the back of my mind. And that is like, it's, I don't want to downplay people that have actually been through that trauma. Cause that is the like, it's oh, so severe. It's so severe. And it, it, no, this isn't in comparison. I just know that it has affected me personally, this whole separate thing of it's made me have these envision like things that are just not accurate. I don't think they are, or just things that I don't think I would have ever thought of. And so, yeah, the- to rationalize the fact that I'm sin- like gay because they think that you opened a door. And since you opened a door, which my door was porn, but they think that my door also could have been more so because they think the next step or whatever, if that's, I have to read the whole thing, but it was like, is like doing something physical or something like that. And yes, a lot of people in our you know community, but there's also a lot of people that haven't have been abused and things, but I don't know. Wait, so I've seen gay porn. Does that mean that I'm in the first stage of homosexuality? <laughs> I mean, I didn't, like, I, I didn't like, I didn't like, I didn't like touch myself. I just saw uh, it. Yeah, like, it's just, it's wild. Like, I don't know, but like, I genuinely believe that. And that is one of the most like messed up things. And like the fact that like, I've come a long way with all of this, but like the fact that not even that long ago, I had a physical feeling of like flashback that I've never had that happen before. It shows how deeply rooted. And even in that movie, Pray Away, I saw that mm. they were like saying that, have you you know they try to basically manipulate your brain to make you think that and like try to think of like these and if you think about something enough you can like make these false like memories or false thoughts and things like that just like in the court system like they try to like say you can't like you know persuade them like if you guided questions or certain things to lead you to Mm. a certain thing like you're not supposed to do that that's exactly what was happening and so it was that that was definitely messed up I don't know, I'm rusty on this, but I think that isn't there some sort of correlation between being abused when you're younger and having um, like a asexual, yeah, like, uh, not asexual, There's definitely, yes, yeah, there definitely is. And so, but it doesn't mean, you know, like I've, I know. It's not, of, it's not always the case. Yeah. Yes. And I know of some like, you know, people like close, very close to me that have had, have gone through that and that I identify as bi um now um and they even told me they're like yeah i don't know like if i went before but they you know they have their whole like trauma and healing they have to go through with their whole process and so a lot of times sometimes you know everybody's different but a lot of the ones that i've talked to they'll be like you know i have i have to like just come to terms with you know well it's like very hard for them to do but like they had to come to terms to well now this is what it is it is now you know because if you dwell too much on what it was i before you know, so even then, I that's kind of how I had to go about it because I I literally like even still to this day, it's hard for me to say no, I was not definitely because I I just I don't know like if yeah. I was a baby or something like that, I don't know, and so it's one of those things like you just I think I've just had to come to terms with like you know what regardless I am a lesbian now and so but there is definitely a correlation like there's been so many people that have just been like that's it's sad that that how how bad of an issue that is that. It definitely, I think, puts thoughts in people's heads they probably wouldn't have had before. But either way, I mean, people get to their own conclusion about things and their own path, you know, sadly, how they have to go sometimes. It just sucks how things get tainted along the way. But, like, hopefully everybody finds who they want to love, you know, regardless. But it's just sad. Exactly. Exactly. It, it is sad. But uh, we kind of, uh, we both must have a little bit of ADD or something because um, we jump around like crazy. And so I, I I'm enjoying this. I don't know how much the audience will enjoy our jumping around, but this is this is great for me. But you actually mentioned at the start you were quite 
asexual, I guess. Yes. Um, at the start of your, start of your life when you were a baby. Yes. Um, but growing up, but now I get the vibe that you're definitely not asexual, that you definitely love. No. Uh, yeah. No, I am definitely not. Um, once I started to, you know, get, obviously get into that, like it took me a long time to just like be comfortable enough and like, because I say every every once in a while I'll still kiss a girl, even kiss, and it, a random thought will trigger in my head. But you just have to like you know, sh- like shut the fuck up basically. Yeah. But um, after I started like you know like uh, having sex with you know women that I actually enjoyed and like liked and like not just for like physical because a lot of women are I will say it's different for guys. I feel like a lot of times, but not every guy. A lot of women as a whole, and this is a stereotype, but, you know, and some people aren't like this, but, like, are very emotionally, like, they have to have, like, emotional connection. So, I didn't know I was, but once I've had the first emotional connection with a woman and sexual, that's when my whole, you know, eyes opened, I feel like. And then I was like, yep, I'm not going back. Like, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. And it, it must it must be so freeing. Like, um, I remember watching one of your TikToks and mm-hmm. I was like, what is she? You're looking at, you had this like contraption. And for the half of yes. the video, I had yes, no my idea. My first one got taken like, down, but that one didn't. So I was like, ah, oh, whatever. <laughs> and it was like, um, you, it were, went from zero you were doing to like essentially. Yeah, like a review. But of I like, saw it uh, online. Like, Some people are like, "Well, you can have the Christians' views or whoever's views." They'll be like, "Well, you just, you know, you went into stage five gay." Basically, this is what I was like caught now. Yeah. But in That's actuality, yeah, yeah, you're in hell. But you're like, you know, reaching yeah. up. If you, but if basically, you've got to- yeah. if you got toys that plug into the wall, that's stage six. <laughs> exactly. So, but yeah. no, but basically, I was like. It's more so, and I've heard everyone describe it like this, because at first I felt like, you know, I was, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just like hypersexual now, like that, you know, the center that, mm-hmm. you know, took a turn and it's just going downhill. And I was like, no, um, actually, we've been closeted our whole lives or we've been told it's wrong. And then once you realize and come to the freeing realization that, yeah, be safe with like what you do and like, you know, whatever. But I personally, I'm like, I'm going to do what I want to do. And like, you know, I have been in a two-year relationship this past, you know, two years, but like over that time, like before that, I've just, I've been having, like, I've had my fun. I've had, like, I've been, I've had some, like, couple relationships, but I've, and that is the funniest part though. I, that's when my mom, because my mom came back, there were a couple of things and she was like, you know, she kept trying to say, I can't stand when people are like, you're, you lied. And I told you, I said that before. I was like, okay, you know mm-hmm. what? You keep bringing it up. So apparently you do want to know. And this is when I got a little sassy because this is my personality. At two, if you push me, I'm Pisces, like I said. But if you push me, I will get to that point. And I was yeah. like, um, if you want to know everything, and I listed out every sexual thing I've ever done with a woman. That is so good. I was but, like, oh, I was like, Haley, you can take that to God. So I was like, Haley, you wanted to women- know, I told you, and I thought that the woman was going to have a heart attack. R.I.P. Girl, is this when she said girl juices shouldn't mix? Yes. That was one of the last things. Girls juices shouldn't mix. And that made me want to throw up a little bit. Every time I drink juice, oh. I think girls juices shouldn't mix, Haley. Like it's like, like it's like the like, worst. That's the it's, worst way to work. I was like, I'm a, like God couldn't change me, but like like turn me. But if the, anything could saying girls juices shouldn't mix, that might. <laughs> It's like the word. It's like when someone describes a cake as moist. It's just like, oh, I'm yeah, not having any. Just I'm not words having any. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
ah, golly, like, ugh. but oh, yeah, so geez. that took a whole different turn and my parents know that now. So that's always lovely. And not to mention, like, I've just gotten more like comfortable with my body. I was, I used to wear turtlenecks. You can even see it in my past. Like I was so like, I was modest and I did a nude photo shoot and, when I say I've posted, like, obviously, like, the parts covered on Instagram, but, like, my parents, um, they saw um, that. People were sending it to them because that's how my small town was, sending it to them like crazy. And so that yeah. was fun. But I went out with a bang when I came out, to say the least. Literal bang. That, and, uh, yeah. Just that is care. awesome. <laughs> I remember I remember actually seeing, like, you. I think you showed some, like, photos from, a, like, a naked shoot or something in mm-hmm. some of your TikToks. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, I've, I've, um, I went and like showed my wife, and I was like, oh my god, this is so cool. Like, and because <laughs> because like, there's something so. It's like um, a lot it's of just a Christian whole friends different. do. Well, it's such a, it's such a. You can see the freedom in it, right? Like, I've got no, yeah. I've got no problem with like you know nudity, it's just like art like and that's what i told or, them like and mm. even tattoos like I, I when i say i went a whole different route i definitely did like i have a love is love tattoo i have two girls kissing so it's hard to see because it's all like you know abstract <laughs> yeah. but I have two girls kissing right there we got it all so that's uh, lovely that's so cool yeah, because a lot of a lot of my Christian friends don't understand the whole pride thing, um, like gay pride parades and stuff. And oh, I, only, I even got a comment I, the other day that was like, it was what did it say? It was like y'all aren't oppressed anymore. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's not about that. Like, even if even if society was like, even if it was like, absolutely no oppression from society. Yeah, like the and even then, well, I'm, still t- I'm telling you, I'm telling yeah. you what 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 the gays or the homosexuals, um, no, yeah. the gays, um, feel. But like, I, I can imagine that that battle within yourself of like, am I gay? Am I not gay? Or maybe I'm gay. Like that whole like internal conflict just comes back and forth. And eventually, when you go, you know what, I actually am gay. It's such a freeing feeling that yeah. it makes sense. The pride parades make sense. You're celebrating yeah. who you are without any shame, and that's beautiful. It's, 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 and I thought the same thing. Cause at first, I, even when I started like, you know, and I'm still like learning a lot and having to like be open-minded to some things. Cause I'm so not used to it. I'm learning daily. And that's why my bio is what it is on TikTok. Like, like a les- little lesbo, like educating themselves daily because I know I have had my, like just so many things in life that I've just, it's like embarrassing almost looking back, you know, but I just, I'm, I'm learning and I'm, it's, I'm taking pride in what, my my own journey and like the fact that I'm alive, honestly, because I've been to the darkest places that you know people can go to sometimes with still being alive, and um, that's that's a point. I was gonna say it till the end, but I just I want to say this r- real quick, and this is very important to me. Um, that so many people deal with suicidal thoughts i'm just gonna say it and in this community and i cannot stand and if there are any christians watching like shout out to you for like because i'm the ones that are probably watching i'm probably like not talking to you necessarily like because you're open enough to even listen to this but tell Mm. your friends spread the word that like i can't stand and so many people can't stand when people are like the people that take their lives because of this or even that struggle and think about it and like it's just, it's awful. It's a, it's, it sucks. Like it's terrible. It's a terrible feeling. They always try to blame our demons. They try to blame, oh, they were just so troubled. They try to write our death off pretty much or our struggles and pain 
when we would not have this pain, the blood is on their hands. Like, I want to say that to the world because people do not say it. And that's one of the things, like, truthfully, that kept me alive during one of the times that it was a hard time. I'm going to be completely honest with you because I remember thinking, look, one, I have my sister who, like, couldn't, like, you know, I love her to death. But two, it's like they think of any kind of, like, negative thing against them. If you call them out or whatever, they're like, it's just persecution. So they take it as a good thing. All these negative things that I could say or whatever, they're like, this is what we're doing God's will if we're getting persecuted. And I'm like, mm. no, we're calling you higher, calling you out because you, y'all you are responsible for these people's deaths. I would not have the, my internal demons and struggles or whatever. I, Whenever I'm living my best gay life, I'm not I am happy. And I'm feeling great. And they're, but they always, they hate that word happy too, because they're like, well, happiness is temporary. And I'm like, oh, you just can't win mm. with them. But like, oh, at the same yeah. time, sin, it is, sin is very yeah. pleasurable. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's like, like you can't argue with like, them. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And, but I think people need to realize that we are, we would be fine. It's more so that, yeah. And there's some people that wouldn't, you know, but like for the most part, everybody I've talked to and myself, it's like, even if I would have done that, I just remember thinking, look, yes, like a part, I feel like my spirit, like my whatever, if, even if there is, I don't know what's happening after death and stuff, but like they would somehow just blame it on the devil when in actuality, the devil of the situation is them. And that's something I wanted to point across because people wouldn't, there would be so many more lives in the world, not just Christians, but just people that persecute the homosexuals because... It's so hard and it's such a burden and feeling of like that you're a piece of shit basically because you're existing and you're just trying to love someone in a relationship that's consensual. Like it, it, it's it's hard, but that's something I, I'm very passionate about and I wanted to mm. make that clear. Well, thank it's, it's really good that you shared that. Um, it's the other thing too about about um, about all this is you know and about what like people are saying it's demons like you were mentioning before. Um, I just who gives the de- the de- the devil and the demons their power? <laughs> exactly. Like, like how do you like? What do you mean? Like, it's it's, it's so weird to me because it's like like they believe God. A, exactly. God is behind everything. Yeah. So I uh, I don't know. Well, they're well, and they'll be like, who? If you're like, they're like the gays are so angry, and well, you just seem angry. Like you can see if you read my comment section, you'll see that a lot. They're you're just so sad, and I'm like. I, the only ones I'm sad and angry about one, you're coming on like we're not asking for your opinion. Like they'll be like, well, you just don't respect our beliefs. You're doing the same thing. And I said, no one should have a. It's not about opinion or belief. You can have your beliefs about, you know, global warming, like just whatever you want. Like, but when it comes yeah. to my personal, like you know, things, like no one should have a right, you know, or an opinion over who I love, you know, like that's just absolutely, that's not a, like you can have your belief like for you, like let's say that you were against, you know, whatever you don't have to go hook up with a man, you know, Mm. like I'm not saying like, okay, well you agree, you, you don't agree with me. So like, you know, screw you, like go hook up with a man, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not saying that like the only people that are doing that, it's just, it's just very wild to me. They're bizarre rationale mm. i guess on all of it i know it's so sad i you know if when when i have children um i would still love them if they were straight like if they were straight i'd still 
like I would find it in my heart to accept them. <laughs> Think of that. that I will love you either way song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh my God. That is wild. Uh, um but. I did want to um touch on a few other things um quickly. Um well not quickly, I guess these are all great talking points, but I wanted to talk about your internal homophobia. We discussed this a little bit over email. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that? So like I said, a little bit, like even sometimes still like like kissing a girl or even like, you know, after even hooking up sometimes, like I've made it, I've like talked to my, you know, partners about it in the past. Like sometimes I still feel like almost gross. And I know that even straight people can when it's like premarital sex, like certain things like, you know, that you do, you still feel like kind of whatever about. But like sometimes I'll still catch myself and I'm like, one, I think it's not this isn't necessarily internal homophobia, but I'll be like, man, my life would be just so much easier if I was not, you know, gay or even like whatever it is. But like sometimes I just get so like randomly grossed out by just something like it makes no and a lot of times it goes back to the gay therapy, I think. But like just and what you're taught in church and stuff like that, it, it's so sad how many people have to deal with the internal homophobia and like or even like. Like, for example, and I'm going to be honest, and I have a lot of, like, trans, you know, friends that I'm now, like, I used to be even, like, just like I was homophobic, I used to be, like, transphobic because I, I didn't know anything about it. And mm. so I, you know, that one took a long time, a little bit longer because I, since I'm not, you know, trans, like, I had to, like, I didn't fully empathize, but that's where I asked questions and learned. And there's just so many things on both of those, like, I feel like it's just a matter of, getting to the bottom of where those are coming from. And then kind of like what you were saying with your other thing, you're just like, you say something out loud and you're just like, you say it so many times. You're just like, it sounds so silly almost like, why am I thinking these mm. things? And you just have to like, kind of come to an understanding, but it's, it's, it's wild how many people have influenced the internalized homophobia that we have, you know, nowadays. Mm. It's sad. <clears throat> it's um. Yeah, the the I just I I should have mentioned this before too, but that that therapy that I was doing that was very specific. I don't think you can um, I don't think in every situation you can just say um, what your fear is out there and, and stuff. And no, get, no, um, absolutely. I was scared of hearts, yeah. Um, but it was but but even of, with I, like that, like after I just like if I hook up with a girl and I'm like, I just have to like you know what I'm saying like sometimes for me everybody's is different, but like sometimes I just have to like tell myself so, like what. Do you ever, um, so I'll tell you a bit about my story. Um, I sometimes, I've experienced the same thing where I've just gotten disgusted at sex yeah. for some random reason. And, um, and, uh, or, or, yeah, so purity culture really fucked me up really bad. And, um, I've, I've written a scathing review of, um, on Goodreads uh, for that book, Every Young Man's Battle, um, where, um, but, uh, essentially, um, like when Amy and I first got married, one out of ten times we were we we waited till we were married to have sex. We did we fooled around a little bit beforehand, but we were pretty good Christians, um, and we didn't have like penis and vagina sex until we were married. <laughs> and um, I always say and, everything uh, but sex. Oh, butt sex, yeah. And I'm and I, I commented that I love butt sex, yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, oh, so, oh, um, so. <laughs> So one of the, I can't, sorry, I can't remember I just said that. Um, <laughs> That'll throw you off. So, yeah. So one out of 10 times that we would have sex when we first got married, I wouldn't be anxious. 
either beforehand or afterwards. I wouldn't have yeah. like anxiety. And sometimes the anxiety was so bad that I wouldn't want to have sex anyway. And this caused so much conflict. Now it's a lot better. Yeah. But um, man, for the longest time, I still felt horrible shame and feelings around like sex with my wife that we waited till yeah. we were married. Like it's, it has it's hard nothing to, like, to do. Get into the mindset of even having sex whenever, because that's the last thing you want to be thinking about when you're being intimate, mm. like when you're intimate with someone, because I mean, like how are you supposed to, and they, and they can pick up on your body language if it's not, if you're not into that yeah. or it's not that you're not into, but you're thinking your mind is elsewhere. Even yeah. it's unintentional. Like, We'll be like, it'd be like something like we'll be, maybe you can experience, maybe you can relate, but we'll be like spooning. And then I'll be like, I'll jump into the spoon, like totally keen, like to spoon, mm-hmm. right? Not nothing really more. I'm not thinking about that yet. And then all of a sudden I'll be like, wait, what if she wants to like, what if she goes like her hands start moving or something? And then I'm like, uh oh, I'm like, and then I'm like, what if that happens? What if it doesn't happen? And then all of a sudden I'm in a panic and it's like, this is so stupid. Like, <laughs> you know, do I like sex? Yes. Do I want to have sex? Yes. yes. Like, why am I panicking about this? This is so so weird. Um, but now hope uh, uh, now it's the opposite. Now it's like one out of ten times, like maybe a little bit of anxiety. But yeah, but it's, it's so wild how even how we can time. still be so woke. You know, like we we've come a long way. Mm. But it's still every once in a while because I'm like I've like I've had my sexual you know experiences at this point where I didn't at the first you know the beginning obviously like you're gonna you know since that's like your background you're gonna be terrified of it in some ways and like have all these you know shame thoughts and stuff like that but like you don't expect i guess you think like well maybe down the road you don't expect to have them still i guess like but every once in a Mm. while it just like hits you kind of like a train almost sometimes or sometimes like subtle even but Mm. it's just wild to me you know you're like when i get the tattoo of the two girls kissing on my arm i'll be fine and then, exactly. and then, and then you're like, because there's no going back then. But then, or yeah, like, for and me, even, it was well, like, when I'm married, it's fine. Married, it's fine. <laughs> even the guy that gave me the love is love tattoo, he was homophobic. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was in South Georgia and he, that was something random. But yeah, um, this, this one, yeah, he, I got that one and I was like, maybe that'll, you know, push that away. But I don't know. It's just oh, interesting. Geez. Um, it I do, um, yeah, it's the, the human mind is an amazing thing, and it's important to remember that um, sometimes life's crazy, and sometimes you have horrible feelings. But try and yeah. enjoy it while it lasts, because it's probably the only thing we've got. Um, yeah. That's my my take in life. Um, sure. I actually wanted to, because you said that I got a got a question that I'm going to take from the Q and A, but I'll chuck it in now. What, what do you think starts homophobia? Like, what do you think? Why do you think people are homophobic? One, sometimes it's like their internal stuff that they're battling. That's not always, but like that is a lot of times, you know, sometimes that that could be it or, or either sometimes it has to do with their trauma that they've experienced and they're, you know, projecting it onto other people. Cause you know, that's always a thing, but I think it's more so like I, the part that never really fully makes sense to me. That's why a lot of times I'm always like, what are you like hiding or there's more to it because it's, everybody's different, you know? It's just like, why are they so focused on this specific sin? People are drunkards mm. all the time, like, you know, or they have these other habitual sins. Like, that's just wild to me that, you know, yeah, like they, you yeah. know, it's just it's just wild that that's the one they focus on. They're so focused on who we're having sex mm. with and, like, that's the one that's going to send us to hell. But they don't seem to, like, care if we're doing the other things. Like, that. sometimes it doesn't make sense to me at all. But then other times I'm just like, I really like knowing my parents. I know that a lot of people are like this and they're so the word she always used makes me literally want to throw up. (laughs) She was like, I'm so worried about your salvation. And 
like we talked about at the beginning, I know they're like the intent, you know, whatever, but at the end of the day, they're focused on the wrong things, I think. And that's not what I believe. If that, if that God is the God, you know, whatever, I don't think he's health like focused on that, but I think they're just focused on the wrong things and they're focused on salvation instead of like turning me to God. They're probably pushing me farther away than they ever could. So it's just very wild. You know, I think that's where a lot of fear, fear is the root of a lot of homophobia. When someone says that to you, I'm so I'm so scared for your salvation. Um, you should just reply, I'm so I'm so concerned for your critical thinking skills. Exactly, <laughs> so. oh, I, I do, and, I, and I'm also like, okay, take the plank out of your you know eye when my splinter over yeah. here is like you know they have this god complex. Pet peeves of religion. What are your pet peeves? Definitely the lifestyle one, like I said, but there's just those like you know. Tr- trigger words and i hate some yeah. of the, like the word trigger like i've said in some of my posts because people do overuse them like they'll act like it's a quirk or something but i mm. think it's more so downplay like pet peeves like when it comes to homosexuality is one just not listening to someone like i do not care like if i had ended up talking to you after this and you're like even you, you still like if you had a thought like it was a sin or something at least you listened to me um, and I think the sorry, other well, thing. Sorry, you- hang on. I what was that? Okay. <laughs> You're like, uh, never mind. Fuck you. <laughs> I drifted no. off for a second. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like you know, it's just that, like that kind of thing. It's like, like, or more so, just and sometimes people will try to, I guess, downplay. I I don't like necessarily because I don't like to sound like the victim because I'm always so scared of it. But more so, like, I think it's important that we all look at like stonewall like even the orlando florida like the i don't know if you heard about that like the Mm, the shooting yeah um just a lot of the things that have happened and not that long ago and like there are i think it's important to respect people's stories and just like the oppression that's still going on you know and it's just wild to me that like I've, I've made, I've made a TikTok about some of them, like, and some people commented a lot of like wild ones too, you know, like we all have just the same things, like just the Adam and Steve, you know, whatever the jokes that people make, like some of them, I'm just like, y'all don't realize like how y'all might think it's like so small, but mm. that one little comment can make someone hurt themselves. Yeah. And that might put someone over the edge. People stop looking at the person. They look at the sin. And they're like, love the sinner. That's one I hate. Love the sinner, not the whatever. Hate yeah. the whatever it is. I don't even know how it goes. But like, hate the sin, but not the sinner. Love them, but whatever it is. I, I just can't stand that because I don't want my sin my love to being compared to a sin. Like, it's just yeah. super annoying. Like, even if you don't agree with it, like, I just... I don't want that. I can't stand that because I still value my old value. Like I still respect my old beliefs, even if I don't fully believe them. And I still Mm. believe some of them. So I'm just like, I don't want, I don't even know all the answers and neither do y'all. So like, what's the point of, (laughs) except for you, I was going to say that. (laughs) I, um, it was actually, it was actually the, I always say this. It was actually the, the values that were taught to me in church that actually had me reject Christianity. Because I was taught that truth was always the most important thing. And I realized that for me to be truthful and honest, intellectually honest, I had to investigate the um, investigate it without a bias. I had to remove as much bias as possible. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was, it's interesting that it was the values that were taught to me in church that 
led me to reject church or Christianity. Yeah. Um, and I think the biggest value that like one I just thought I want to be quick was like mm-hmm. the unconditional love. I, that is a huge thing for me. And I feel like no one can ever fully be unconditionally loving someone like there's always going to be some, you know, something, but I've always cared about that so much. And anybody that know, like is close friends to me will tell you that I am super intentional. I think because of my, how they never did it with my, me, I would never want someone to feel like that. So I value that. And my parents definitely don't know that about me. That's why I'm always like, God, they don't know me at all. But like, I just can't stand when I see so many people that are spewing all this crap out when their love Mm. is so conditional. And I'm like, so many people in my community, like, are loving people, like, no matter, like, where they are, they could be like, you know, whatever it is. And they're like, they say love is love. My mom hates that phrase, you know, but... I'm like, God is love. Love is love. It should be that simple. And people complicate it so much. And they're like, you know, it is what it is. But Mm. I can't stand that. Mm. You should tell your mom about um, that Deborah Grace. uh, In her book, she talks about um, crucifying the Bible. She talks about um, how um, there's a pretty well-substantiated but kind of fringe perspective that King David was a bisexual. And then he had a bisexual lover. It's all through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's an interesting perspective. But um, I do have a question. Yeah. I have a question though. Like, did all did you always have these pet peeves, or was it just when you chose the gay lifestyle? <laughs> um yeah. sorry, I'm just I'm just kidding. That was just, I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So, no, I, at first I am never ready. I'm always like, <laughs> oh yeah. It was when, I, it was when I chose that. <laughs> I'm I'm a drunk Australian. Once you go to the vagine, you don't go back. That's what I always say. And not to mention, I ran away from the one dick that I saw. So I was like, "Ah." (laughs) yeah, (laughs) well, it wasn't pierced pierced enough. So that makes sense. Um, Who does that though? That's so gross. Like who gets dick piercings? I was not like, to oh, no. shame anyone who has dick piercings. No, no, piercing, I like, just sure wasn't it's... ready. I someone just showed me, and I wasn't ready just to even see anything. So I was not expecting. Yeah. I don't even. I didn't even know really what it fully looked like. And then I was like, oh no, like what? I wasn't ready. Well, you didn't know. You didn't know what dicks fully look like, or you didn't know like, what not fully. Like I've seen it in like you know in the porn that I saw when I was young, but like I didn't really know what it like looked like. And the one time I oh, wow. touched it and ran. I it was dark, so <laughs> I was like, I literally it was. It was, was it literally? Did you actually touch the dick, like, or did you much, grab it? Well, technically, there's two, and both of them are friends with me now. But one was like literally a touch, and then because I tried right after it, I was like, maybe I just wasn't comfortable with that one. And both times I ran, and the worst part was the second time. It was my neighbor, and love him to death. He's one of my best friends now, um, and he's even commented on one of them. But he. Um, I had to go back because I left my phone. I ran that quick. I left my phone and I think I had my laundry or something. I just I have no idea. I had to go back and I was like, please be in your room because this was like in like the common area. And I was like, I have to have it for my alarm. So I had I ran back in and he was just standing there and I, I just wanted to jump off the balcony at that point. I was like, nope, this, this is it. I'm sorry. Oh, that's I'm amazing. Things gay people do because they don't want like oh situations. It's yeah. Fun. Yeah, that's so funny. I always, I always, um, I always uh, think about that. Like, what if I was actually gay and I was trying to pr- pr- prove that I was straight? Oh no, no. What if no? So, what if it was like the other way around? And I was like, trying to, t- I was trying to get into dicks, and I was like, and I was like trying to touch dicks, and I was like, 
oh, I can't do this. I like pajamas. Literally, like, it it was, like, scary. And then the one time I even made my, like, I posted about this one today. Like, my old roommate, I was like, you've got to call me and, like, come up with some bullshit story to get me out of this situation. I'm scared he's going to try. And I I was just on a date. And I was like, I got to go. I was like, I could have just left. But, of course, I was... I just couldn't put myself in the situation. I, I don't even know. I, so stupid looking back, but here we are. Um, how is your relationship with your family now? Obviously. So, <laughs> no. And um, I, just to be brief, I basically had to, I almost started letting my mom in again, like kind of. She came into my graduation, even though I basically, I had a girlfriend at the time. Um, and I thought that she was going to be like, you know, the one, you know, and everything. And I basically told my mom, I was like, look, I'm, cause I miss my mom all the time. My dad, I've very much so detached from because he's just complete and utter jackass. And I'm just going to say, I don't care. To be honest, you can see his yeah. posts on, you know, line and it's the stuff he posts is absolutely heinous. Truthfully, like it's, it's bad. And so I, that's, it makes it easy to detach from someone when they're like that. Um, and I would say that mm-hmm. I say that pretty much I'm very vocal about it online, but I, I still love him um, as much as I can. I still like I can't it's hard to say that, but I do love my mom. That's the hardest part. But I started letting her back in and I was like, look, you can come to my graduation, but basically you can't say anything about her or whatever. She didn't want to go to dinner with all of us like me and her like she wouldn't do that. So I did something separate with her, which still sucks. But um, I don't know. I, I was glad to see her, but like, it was just the strangest encounter and not to mention COVID. So we had to like be in these closed areas to get, it was just awkward. But then after that, I started letting her in more and, um, I had to cut her off recently again. Um, because I was, I basically gave her the ultimatum this time because I've, I've only been the one to ever compromise I tried to get, I even thought, I even made myself after they were, after I even was financially cut off, I still was trying and all these other things. I was trying to still go because I wanted these demons to go away because I really wanted to keep my family. Um, I, I did so many things to compromise and um, basically they never tried anything. And so I was like, look, mom, I'm giving, I'm just telling you this. I love you. And I even started talking to my dad a little bit more. And then I was like, but if y'all can't show up to my future wedding, whenever that is, um, I can't, that you don't have to agree with anything. You don't have to pay like support. You don't have to do anything, but if you can't just show up, you did your job as a parent, like blah, blah, blah. Like I did the whole, I, I wrote a, I literally have it on my phone. I wrote a speech and I basically just recited it because I didn't want to get off. Cause I know I can be emotional. I know I can be ADHD, you know, ADD and stuff. And I just said, hey, look, one, if you, I just need you to be able to say all of this and I will give you time to completely speak tomorrow and I will not speak. But I just it was so hard for me to get that out. Mm. Um, and I was like, but I, I can't have a full conversation about it tonight. Is basically, basically what I told her. But she ended up cutting me off, not respecting that. And um, yeah, and so I like I cussed her out like and I've never really done. I think I just got all my, my anger just blew up after she cut me off because I just asked. I've literally I never asked them for anything. I've been very self-sufficient and things like that. And she couldn't do that one simple task. And if she can't show up, if they can't show up to my wedding, then I don't want it. And the rest of my family, I never really even got to come out to because basically if it's a one or no, all or nothing thing. And I did like a part of me did disrespect my, the rest of my family in a sense because in their mind and I see how they think of it 
I understand how I saw it as a child too, but they basically, they were all great to me growing up. Like my grandparents and my aunt and uncle that I was super close to the ones, you know, we have a small family, but, um, I just kind of fell off the face of the earth for a while because I was really mentally going through it. And then after that, it was such an awkward, I never really got to come out with my parents and everybody told them and, I tried like reaching out to my grandma like not that long ago. And she was just basically like, if you're, you know, if if you're not on good terms with your parents, we're not doing it, you know? So it was like an all or nothing thing. Like I knew it would be, but I wish I would have come out to them. I didn't really, how things all happened. It happened so fast and it was just a whole mess. But um, basically I've had to cut them off twice, but the, the point before I'm not going to go into whatever. Mm -hmm. I just had to, I had to come off the first time because of this conference thing that they sent me to, but um, the second time was because of the wedding thing. So, yeah. The, um, I'm sorry. This is the, so much. No, none of it. I'm just, none of this is your fault. Like, you know that, right? Uh, it's, is. I don't know. It's just, it's a lot, you know, like it, it sucks being like the black sheep. Is that what the term is? Or the, mm-hmm. is that what it is? Of the, yeah, of, you know, I'm, of I'm the, the family. Yeah, as well. Yeah. Like it, it's well, a, I, I like, was. Well, and I know it takes a toll on my sister and I think that's kind of where it hurts because she, my mom's not very mentally like put together at all. Like she's very not, she needs, she needs like actual, you know, like help rather than like, just prayers like mm-hmm. I do like truthfully that's what I need um you know we all have mental health issues and probably things that need to be diagnosed sometimes and um some of times people don't do that if they're spiritual because they think that you know they can be healed and stuff so I really wish that she would uh go seek that some help out but uh I just know that this taking a toll on my sister and because my mom she's basically had to be my therapist at some points and I always feel that like I hate that because she moved up she my sister moved up here to be with me and stuff but she's also had to be that for my mom so I kind of put I don't put her in the middle of it anymore and um, I'm going to therapy and things like that but that's awesome yeah. to hear that you're going to therapy yeah um, it's hard to find a therapist though that understands a lot of this stuff, it, no, it, stuff, it is and, and it's it's important to find a, a good therapist um, yeah so I'm still kind yeah. of looking. One of one of my favorite TikToks of yours was actually the one with your sister when you're throwing um, pens into the jar. I mean, just we roast hearing each other you guys, so hard. yeah, and, and and it's just like it really like that was another one I ran up to my wife and it's like, look at this. I, I don't think she's as excited as I was because she doesn't like know your full story. She's like, yes, but um, but yeah, it was it's just so nice. It was so nice to see you guys. Like you, you know, you guys really obviously love each other, and um, and you can tell that because you give each other shit, and that's that's a yes. big sign of love in my books. Um, so um, that was awesome to see, and she seems like a really cool person. Um, she is, yeah. But yeah, it just all sucks. You know, you don't you don't want to be in the situation because it seems so stupid if you put yourself out of it. If you like look outside in, mm. like why but, is this the one thing? Do you know what I what I love about you, um, Haley? Is you 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 are in a bit of a shitty bit of a shitty situation with your family and and everything that you've gone through and stuff. But you're really truly making the best of it, at least publicly, in regards to like you're you've got a great message. You're showing people that it's okay to be yourself, 
Um, you're funny as fuck. You're quirky. <laughs> Thank um, you. You're quirky. Yeah. Drama brings fuck as some well. humor, I will say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Hopefully, like, at least it brings I think, something. I think that what you're doing is awesome, and I think that um, the people that you know, most people that watch your TikToks might you know have a bit of a laugh or and get like just a brief understanding of what it's like to go through that. But there are, there will be some genuine people that will listen to this interview and watch your TikTok and really resonate with it. And it might actually change the path of their lives and it might help them because although, you know, you may not feel like you've got it all together. Um, you, you're definitely a shining light for a lot of people. Um, and that's, I don't, I mean, like, like I said to you in, when I first emailed you, I don't, like, the people I normally bring onto these podcasts are either, like, authors or a philosopher or, or whatever or someone of a, of a special religious faith. Um, but with you, there was something about you that I was like, okay, this, this girl's got a really good message and she seems like a great person. And I'm, yeah, glad, I'm just, glad you saw <laughs> that. Like, I mean, I'm glad that you saw, like, that through the story you know in the sense because i i have been like even like not that that long and not like in the darkest places like i was but like it's like christmas like for example is super hard like there's certain times like it's ever since christmas i've been not at a low low but like it's been hard like this past one has yeah. been the hardest um but i and i have things for the future that i'm i'm gonna be coming up with that i'm i've kind of in these dark times come up with because i've just seen the need and like, in, I know, at least in America, like I've seen the need for certain things and like um, certain safe places and things like that, that it's just not there. And like gay bars and a lot of things have been taken over almost by like, I'm, I'm really happy to have allies and things like that. Um, but a lot of times, like people think it's like cute, quirky and stuff like that. And to go out to gay bars, you can even go to a gay bar and like ask someone out like, and they almost, or they're like, they like almost give you a look like I'm straight, like. It's just like not yeah. like a comfortable environment sometimes. So I just have a lot of ideas to, and I, I'm going into psychology, going to go into clinical mental health counseling, which this is why. Um, but I'm going to kind of combine a good bit of things because I, you know, that's just my passion. So I mm. hope that one day that there is a light at the end of, end of the tunnel and kind of like my mom said, but twisted, like I do have a you know, I'm going to claim it like, you know, everyone does. And I hope everyone claims it's not being prideful or boastful. I just, I think that everyone has a, you know, a, I don't know, a calling, you can call it like they said, and I'm going to take back that word and not just use it as like, I never liked Christian music. I liked some of it. Don't get me wrong. Mm. There's some of that I really vibe with still. But that was not for me to sing. Like, I didn't enjoy singing it. Like, all the time. It, some people, it just flows so naturally for them. It just never did for me. And so, I just have... I'm taking back that calling because I feel like they made me almost go into a specific route with it. And trying to take it and help my community that they've hurt. And they have, they have the blood on their hands. That's all I'm saying. Like, you know? Hmm. So, and I, I, I don't want to say that to condemn them. But I think that I think I think they need a healthy conviction and I think they think that they're giving us that by saying all these shameful things and like there are some things that like I'm not fully healed with and I I will call my dad out like I'll you know I'll say these things but at the end of the day like there's more love in my heart and I I hope they get out of their mindset I I do have a willingness I will say to the audience be careful about saying um 
oh, well, maybe they'll come around or I hope they come around. And I know people mean well when they say that. This is a random one that I was going to just briefly say that mm. I I don't think people realize when people say that to me, it sends me almost in like a little emotional spiral because mm. it makes me feel misunderstood because if you knew how deep into my stuff my parents are, they're not going to. Like I, I don't like speaking things because I speak blessings and curses. I say that, you know, I, I'm still like mindset brainwashed with some of it, but uh, I just don't think they will ever. And uh, that just breaks my heart. And so just be careful about, ugh, makes me want to cry, but like <laughs> be, be careful about what you say to people, you know, because it's, it's hard. Uh, you don't know, like just because a lot of people, par- people's parents do come through and like they, they learn from their mistakes and they, you know, or they'll be at least more open or show up to their wedding youth, even if they don't agree, but a lot of them won't. So I just think it's people as a whole, like to look at hope and they like to hold on to hope. I think that's the reason for a lot of people believing in God. But, um, I think that sometimes you just have to look at healing in a different way and just be like, look, I am who I am and I'm going to be independent and go from there, you know, but, Ugh, that's my spiel on that, but yeah. We ended with crying. That was our I was, goal. So. I, wasn't, I was not even expecting that. I was just like, ugh, no, I, was, I get, I get super passionate about it because I genuinely care and there's been too many lives lost. So I, know. I, um, I'm totally on, on the same page with you there. And that's, that's why I think like you, your, your song speaks your heart. What you just said there speaks your heart. It's, um, it's incredibly important important and um there's obviously a lot a long long way to go in regards to um healing in um the community healing in your life um and um and you know what like whether or not um whatever your family i'm just gonna whatever your family looks like in the future um in regards to your blood family and in regards to your friends i I hope that it's chosen um, family yeah that's a new concept family That's something I'm definitely learning. And that's why I'm super grateful for TikTok because I'm learning a lot and I've already like connected like with you. I've connected with certain people that I'm really Mm. glad I've talked to, you know, it's been great Mm. (laughs) knowing that there's actually people out there, you know. We do have some questions and and answers. We do have some questions and answers. I'll just maybe end with some, a quick couple of questions if that's okay. For sure. Um, Mm -hmm. And this is from some people on Reddit and um, a friend. I already asked the homophobia one. Um, and I'm going to sh- just pick some good ones because I don't want to. Um, um, how difficult was it to come um, to terms with your family's rejection? It's or- still sometimes hard, but it's it was insanely hard because I almost didn't see it as rejection. It was a matter of identifying it even as rejection as, instead of disrespect. It's a matter of there's so many mm. steps to even get to the word rejection. And now it's also, I wouldn't even say that was the hardest part. It's now dealing with the consequences from all of that. And it's like the codependency issues I have. I have severe codependency. I will be very honest about my issues and because they always are like, you're not self-aware at all. And I'm like, no, I, <laughs> I am. I have a severe <laughs> you're codependency. You're too self-aware. Issues. Yeah, I know yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I have abandonment issues. I have certain things now that I never thought I would really deal with. And I thought I would be stronger in sense of handling them. I just never realized how severe a lot of these things are rooted. And I call it dewire rewire but you can call there's like a different word people use for it but it's like um i don't even it's like not dismantling but whatever it is 
deconstruction or something of your, you know, old st- thoughts, but I've just been having to do all of that. It's, it's a whole thing. It's more so not the rejection. It's what comes after it. <laughs> mm, okay. Um, Fun this stuff. isn't a, this isn't a question, but someone on Reddit said, if you have a girlfriend, I hope you and her are doing okay. So that's just a lovely little Not comment. Not quite. I, I love, okay. I'm still madly in love with her. We just, it was, it's, it, she's working on herself. I'm working on me. So hopefully yeah. I hope in the future we'll get back to it, but love her to death. Yeah. That's weird because that's a weird concept to me because in heterosexual relationships, we never have issues or problems. It's always just smooth sailing. And you go to heaven. Um, <laughs> yeah. And we get to go to heaven. Yeah. So, there's cool that. so we just like have a big old gay party until we go to hell. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, Man, the, the hell must be full of gays. Um, oh, yeah. It's I shouldn't even joke party. about that because some people, that's very traumatic. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, the, that is, the, that's the joke. I mean, even little, what is it, Lil Nas, his latest music video when he rode the pole all the way down to hell. It's Oh, I love little, it. yeah. I yeah. love it so much. I've watched that and I'm like, this is Obviously, so everyone was like, oh, my God. Like, it was bad. But, I like, they were freaking out. But I was like. That is an accurate representation. Like he, ex- he literally made it so extreme so you would understand how we feel. Like that was yeah. wild. He, he Watch said that, that video like, if you haven't. He said, so yes, he's not being yeah. that literal, but like honestly, that's how literal people are to us. So yeah, and he's saying that people have been telling him. Uh, I watched an interview or something. He's or t- a tweet or something. He said people have been telling him he's going to hell his entire life. So he's just he's embracing their like bizarre concept of reality. Exactly. Um. um uh, are you and your sister um, getting by okay? We're getting by okay. Um, yeah, she so she's fully like you know supported and everything by, my, by like my family, um, which I'm mm. glad. Like that's what I've I've never wanted her to like. She has yeah, to do her own thing with them, um, you know, and it's a whole separate thing. It does impact me sometimes, but for the most part, we are pretty good about separating things. And I know she's going through her own thing. She's been through a lot in her life, a lot. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be alive without her, truly. Um, but then me, I, I res- my breakup and Christmas, it all happened uh, all at once, and it was, um, it, it was bad. And so that I didn't realize. I'll, honestly, I didn't realize how many codependency issues I had until she, you know, she was gone. So it's been a matter of. Because I had a, I was so I had a fear of going to therapy because of the therapy I was in, even though I was gonna be a therapist. Um, ironically, like it's just all funny how it all works out. Um, that's why they say a lot of therapists are the ones that are you know messed up. But I'm trying to really help myself before I even do all of that. Um, even though I have worked in the settings before, but I I'm doing okay. Uh, this has been a very very hard season for me, and I'm still like every day is it's like a different you know, something, but it's more so because of the breakup, because I have a bad tendency and I will say a lot of gay people have a bad tendency of, and I didn't realize it until, but like, if you don't have a family, you almost cling to not, it's not only just like losing your best friend, your relationship, but your, their family and the idea of family for a first time. It's just mm. a lot. Cause it's like Christmas didn't, I would, it was just hard. It was hard. The timing of that all makes sense. I know it's kind of vague, but like, you know, no, I understand. Yeah. That makes, I never really had that perspective because it's yeah. Like, and I really didn't either fully, but um, yeah. Um, I don't like some of the things she said to me, like 
yes, she could have said them in a better manner. And, you know, we've all done things like said things, um, but I love her to death and like something like, and it sounds bad, but I don't mean it bad. She, like saying the, like, it was almost like too much because she has a lot of that she's been through. And I respect that. Like she needs, you know, to get her own help and me too. Um, but basically it's just a lot and it is almost too much. Um, but in my mind, I'm like, it's too much for me too. But I, I chose to go to therapy right before we broke up. And obviously it ha- the effects hadn't like, you know, kicked in. Cause mm-hmm. I, it was hard. It was like, I just cut off my family. You know, she hasn't had to cut off hers in that sense. So she didn't fully get it, but it's been interesting. Cause I had, I definitely had some fear of therapy and I, I held onto her family and idea of it so heavily unintentionally and subconsciously mm-hmm. that when it was gone, it felt like I lost my family all over again. And yeah. And it made me feel like there's something wrong with me. I'm like, and oh, sorry, real quick, but basically, a lot of Christians make you feel, and my my parents made me feel like no gay people are ever going to be happy, and so it's really hard for me to admit if I'm ever sad or if I'm ever upset. This is a very weird concept because I don't think a lot of people think about it, but it's very, very hard for me to admit that I'm in a hard season because they blame my demons and it like basically everything like I said about like even like death. I can't even like feel my feelings almost because I feel like it's because of me being gay when in actuality, like you could have the same type feelings, like heterosexuals could have certain feelings that are the same, but it's hard for me. Like, you know, even the breakup feeling that's hard for me to process sometimes. Cause I'm like, Oh, it's just cause I'm gay. Like my brainwash makes me, you know, I don't know if any of that makes sense, but no, it does. And I'm glad, I'm glad you said brainwash because it is brainwashing. You've been gaslit your entire life. So have I. So have a lot of people who've been through religion. And, and And a lot of people that are gaslit date, not the saying that this person was, but you have to be careful because I've dated, I've been, I've put myself like you, I never thought I'd be that person. But like when you've been mentally abused or physically or whatever it is, a lot of times you date that and go for that. So it's been a matter of breaking patterns for me that it's just been so, so much fun, you know, because also religious trauma in itself, they, people don't really talk about enough. And it's like almost, it's just mm-hmm. a taboo sometimes or just like, okay, well, that's stupid. Like there's people that are, mm-hmm. you know, other issues, but. The, the, yeah. Um. <laughs> it's all such deep thought- stuff, you know, it, like it's all. It is. It is. Um, it's hard to feel those feelings. Though. Like that's definitely the biggest thing. Because at the end of the day, I hate when I'm sad. I hate when I'm angry almost. Because I'm like, and I really don't struggle with pride. If anything, I struggle with worth a lot of times. If it's the opposite, um, but I will say I do have pride, which it's like hard to find the line of pride. I'm so too self aware to where I think about everything. Like I'm like, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong all the time? And I'm like, is this coming from a good place? Like even my love, is this conditional? Is this like, I'm so hard on myself and so many gay people are cause they've been put as you're just playing the victim your whole life. Mm. And I'm so tired of people telling me what I'm doing when in actuality, like <laughs> if they only knew, like, you know, it's yeah. just very wild. Yeah. And it's like the, the thing too is like being being gay um, and uh, you have a small uh, s- uh, selection compared to like. Um, yeah. Um, and I'm in the middle, like I'm in like the middle of the mountains in yeah. Georgia in America. There are literally, I'm, and I'm picky. Like I'm so picky. Mm. Like my type, I'm, I, they all pretty much, I have like a, just a very specific type and, 
Mm. I'm going to be moving soon anyways, but like I, it's hard. And just to be, and just to be clear, I haven't swayed you at all in your type in like heterosexuality, homosexuality in this interview. Tell your wife. I'm sorry. <laughs> tell your wife that, that she's I'm going to go fine. call my mom real quick and be like, heels. Heels, yeah. I just saw his glistening neck beard and I was like, man, that, that guy. Um, uh, two questions um, to end. Oh, yeah, what I was quickly, what I was saying too was you have such a small selection and then the people who you – do select out of that small selection. Generally, have had horrible upbringings in regards to like dealing yes, with their so they got so issues as trauma. well. So it, I don't even yeah, it's, it's not a it's, nice. We're situation. set up for failure almost. That's why a lot of like if we do have relationships, like which heterosexual relationships fail all the freaking time. But like I will mm. say that like it sucks because we've all been through so much trauma. A lot of us like whether it be reject like some people haven't in this community, but I will say pretty much nine out of ten sometimes ten out of ten of my friends like depending on the selection it's all of us have had some kind of it and it's really hard like even the thought of the people that like even the people that think like if you think that a gay person has it well because their parents came around just think about that for a second like coming around to it like they rejected them at first they still had to like that still can resonate with you, with you and hold like stick into, you, into your being for years after that because you're like, well, they didn't yeah. accept me at first. Are they actually like, it's just very wild. Mm. Like even people you think have it well, nope. And I've been nope. even holding hand, hands with my girlfriend in Dahlonega or wherever, and um and like in Atlanta even. And Atlanta's like pretty, you know, they're pretty open to a lot of things, but like anywhere around here, um. And basically, like, you can be doing anything and people can be staring at you and just being, like, mm. judging you or being, like, ugh, like, saying something. It's just, it's just wild. I'm looking at where Georgia is because I have no idea. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's, like, it's near, part of yeah. Florida. Good old Florida. Yeah. Because I was from South, oh, you know, yeah. South Georgia, which was, gosh, awful. But I moved up here because this was, like, still in Georgia for, like, you know, tuition purposes and things. But it's honestly a lot like you know south georgia this mountain town because it's just like still kind of I have some, hillbillies I have some and stuff that. you know but some, but it's near atlanta i have an australian friend who um, moved over to and married a girl in america and they're living in alabama um he said that the racism was hard to deal with at the start yes but. that's the other thing that's it's very like there's so many things that it's it's rough i i feel and some of my, especially like a lot of my gay friends that are in like, if there's like, um, like if, if one of them is white and then if the other one is like, if they're black or if they're any, like whatever the race may be, they definitely have to deal with even more. Cause one is the homosexuality. <laughs> then there's the, you know, the race. And then there's the, there's so many things. It's just, oh, it's so sad that they have to deal with that and also like this town um has like they still have like this kkk type thing meeting yeah type that's what thing. my friend was saying yeah that he, he's only, that he, said he's this, only yeah. he said he's only half an hour away from where the kkk started um, yeah so. they have that the meeting in this town even they have a lot of, a lot of things like that it's really sad not only is it sad it's stupid <laughs> really yeah. stupid um luckily right, the colleges last- have been better though 
Yeah, I, was, um, I bet too. But um, do you know why? Because there's educated people there, is what I would guess. Um, sorry, I'm getting a bit triggered at racist now. Um, two last questions. <laughs> if you could give yourself advice back in time, what would you say? I think that I the first place my mind went to is like for my aunt and my uncle, the ones that I don't like talk to, like, and I never got any talk to talk to, and like my grandparents. Um, I wish that one, I wish I would have written in a journal. <laughs> I will say for any of like the, you know, people that have like, you know, gay, you know, if, any thoughts or any, any questioning or curiosity, be careful about where you put your stuff. I, it sucks to say like, you know, hide it, you know, but cause I don't want people to feel like they're closeted and stuff, but just be careful because if that wouldn't have blown up at the time, I wonder where things would be. But like, it's, I don't like to think about like things like that, but I'm telling for other people, like just be careful. But, um, cause that would, things would have gone different, but also with like my family, I just really wish that I would have let them know, like, yeah, I wish I would have gotten to come out to them, but without my, you know, there's some things that were just out of my control, but like, I wish I would have let them know how much I appreciate them and like, certain things I just would have done different because I feel like a lot of stuff just got brushed under the rug because I had to focus on the gay stuff coming out. Like there's so much. And I was so young that like, I didn't know, like, Mm. I don't know. I just wish they knew how much I appreciated, like how much they did for me growing up. I know they think I'm just like, they just think I don't appreciate them. I'm just a spoiled brat. Like it has nothing to do with it. It's just, I had so many internal things going on and I don't mean to excuse like, you know, just cutting, like it felt like to them, they think I cut them off, but I knew that it was a package deal. And then by the time I did, it was like, Hey, look, I just needed time. It was like mm. too late. It would have been too late regardless. I just know my family. Um, But yeah, there's some things with that, but with other things, like, I don't know. I just, I just think it's more so just, I feel like there's a pressure in the world because I can't stand when people are like it, being gay is a fad or like, you know, people are saying it's like, it's like a good thing. Like it's mm. like, that's why people are wanting to do it. They're jumping on the train, you know, the gay train. But it's the only thing I would say with that, it's nothing to do with get that at all. It's more so that social media makes it seem like you have to come out right then and there. Do it when it's safe and do it when it's best for you. And I think it's, Yes, you might have to hold things back. And yes, it's, you know, but seek out people online. Like I have all, like, I'm not kidding. I, yes, it's hard to get to every comment, but I will tell you, if you look at that post that I posted, I have commented, I've taken the time to try to respond to almost every single person. And that's been hard because there's been a lot, but in any of my DMs on Instagram, like I, there's some people out there that I've been trying so hard to respond to pretty much everything I can. Um, yeah, there's, it's hard sometimes, but like there are people out there that haven't had, you know, their TikTok, just like the one blow up and stuff. But like you have to find, you know, just try to reach out to people and you're going to find someone. Because I remember the first person I talked to, it was unbelievable how much weight got lifted off my shoulders. And you're not alone. And I hate when people say that to me sometimes because you're like, you don't understand. Like I am alone by myself because I don't like being alone physically. Like I'm a you know, person, like I'm mm. a touch person, I'm a whatever, but it, 
it's it helps whenever you have someone that like literally I will listen like I, I like to hear people's stories and there's plenty of people out there like even like you like you know like even if they're not gay like it's good to have allies yes it's because I don't really have many gay people around me right now at all like physically mm. but um it's good to no, have everyone's allies. a little gay huh everyone's a little gay <laughs> it's like no, my exactly. favorite exactly just <laughs> just a little bit Everybody's, you know <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, like it's good to at least try to like find your allies, but be careful about everything. You can usually tell some, just go for the blatantly obvious ones sometimes if you're not sure, but, mm. and just know mm. that your family does not have to be blood. That's the thing that's in my song that I, on the bridge part of it, that was just family doesn't have to be blood. And that's the part that gets me because it can be chosen and I'm still trying to find my full chosen, you know, family, but it's day by day. And I don't plan to have it overnight, but yeah. And your voice is so good in that song, and it's and you just and you hit it so so much heart comes through. I'm surprised it doesn't have m- more plays on Spotify. To be honest, um, we're going to change that. Link, guys, check it out in the description. Check it out on the TikTok. One day I'm going to remake it because it wasn't the best production, but we're getting there. We're getting there, and I'm going to um, probably do a music video to that one day. Whenever I do find my wife, that's my goal. I'm going to probably redo that and release a music video because I have a whole plan for it. I can't wait to see you have a wife. Um, and I do. I know we don't know each other very well, but I do. Like, I, I yeah, I know. It's been nice getting to know you. Um, what advice uh, would you? And this is the last question. What advice would you give others who are maybe questioning their sexuality or their uh, gender expression? Okay. For one, the first thing that came to my mind was um, if you're questioning. Um, be careful of your browser history, <laughs> your history, if your parents <laughs> check that, but like seriously though, but also um, more so be safe. If you're questioning things, you know, I like to do things like this personally. And I know a lot of my friends wish they would have done it if they didn't. Um, don't always just jump to the physical. It's very easy to do that for a lot of people. Cause we're like, you know, touch and go. Like that's just like a lot of people are, but um which I'm, I'm glad that I waited, but I didn't wait for the right reasons because I was so into religion. But it kind of helped me in a sense. I'm glad that I got my mental, you know, in the right place of like, this is what I want rather than just because if I would have had sex with a man, for example, I like no, no dissing on anyone that has at all. But for me, I just I just know it would have impacted me, you know, because mm. I didn't want to have that sex with him. So, and yeah, if you don't know, like, you know, do what you want to do. Like at the end of the day, I'm not telling you to do that or not, but I'm just saying, try to think things like fully through before you just jump into something physically or put yourself in something that you just don't want to be in or whatever it is. And then, because I know so many people, and I think you've even said it to me, like, or talking, like I've, I've known a lot of people that get into a marriage even, and then they realize they're gay, but like figure things out, like mentally, I know it's hard to figure things out if you don't know until you do things but like go on a lot of dates like i don't know i've just been trying i've been doing things with that even like there's an adventure book you can get and go like be bold Mm. i'm not i used to not be a bold person and i know it's it's very intimidating especially like like, i feel like gay guys are sometimes they aren't but so many times they'd be so bold but i know a lot of girls like personally that are super scared like get a dating app like just start talking to people and putting yourself out there more and just trying but be safe and hmm. be safe with sex even too because the gay community is so hidden they don't know a lot of things and try to educate yourself first you know 
Mm. It's important. Yeah. Like, I think that's because they don't teach you in sex ed, you know? Yeah, exactly. There's, there's a, you know, things like um, protection STD tests are important if you're going to be like having a lot of different sexual partners. But also, yeah. like, what you said is really, really good is there's, there's, um, in regards to like, there's an emotional cost to, um, you know, have sleeping with someone um, or getting physical with someone, and you just got to make sure that you you're weighing everything up. But at the same time, have have fun, like have fun. Yes, like exactly. it's not it's not all drama. And there's no shame and- into it if you've already done it. Like, yeah, like I wish I Great. wouldn't have touched the dick necessarily and ran, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm just like it's one yeah. of those things. Like we've all done things. Like it doesn't matter. Like there's no shame in it. There's no like whatever. It's just more so for your own safety and just your mental health. Like there's something you just don't want to do just make sure you just try to try to know what you want but like have fun be safe that's like mm-hmm. the biggest thing because i exactly. did a lot of things i put myself wasn't fun and it wasn't necessarily the safest situation at the time but looking back i just wish i would have educated myself more you know yeah and if you need education on like really good powerful plug into the world sex toys check out the <laughs> Haley's uh, tiktok video <laughs> yeah that was so good um, well, thank you so much, uh, Haley, um, for coming on to the podcast. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm at a really happy drunk at the moment. So uh, it's been, I know, that's this is delicious. It's solid. actually really good, right? It's, it's, a, it's a good, I, yeah, it's I've a been good, enjoying it thoroughly. Yeah. I think I might bring it to, um, thank you the for having gathering me. tonight. And, yeah, yeah, no, no worries. Sorry for um, keeping you so late. I'm this. <laughs> abs- absolutely not. I'll, 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 I'll keep going if I could. I would keep going if I could, um, but um, and I and I, I there's, there's so much more I want to talk to you about, and maybe we can uh, talk more about it when yeah. we roast uh, Todd and Heidi Baker, um, yeah. Todd yeah. White and Heidi Baker, um, or not roast, but at least critique their video, or whatever we do in the future. They deserve I'm sure a roast. We'll stay, yeah. we'll, stay in, <laughs> we'll stay in contact. But um, thank you so much for joining, and all your links will be in the description, guys. Please go and check out her song um, with some tissues. Um, or at least just listen to it. It's, it always, it's always Haley Brooke without the E. People always forget that one. <laughs> Brooke without uh, yeah. the E. It'll be linked in link in the, in the description. And, and when we finish this, I'll ask you which links you want and stuff. And also the TikTok. Um, she's not only an amazing musician, she's funny as fuck. <laughs> and my DMs are open. My DMs are open on Instagram. If y'all ever like, I try to get to as many as I can. I'm not saying I can get to everything, but I try to. And mm. I'll try to get to yours. I promise. Well, Haley, is there anything else that you wanted to um, quickly mention or anything else you wanted to plug before we stop the recording? I think that's about everything. Um, I just definitely just say, like, if you have any religious, like, trauma, it's valid. Like, everything you're feeling is valid, even if it's not talked about. Um, And there is someone out there that's been through something similar, if not the same. Um, I haven't met someone that's been through the same exact thing with me, you know, and but yeah, I still finally don't feel fully alone anymore, which I never thought I would feel. I still haven't found like the therapist that has like, you know, been fully equipped to what I need, but there's so many out there and I'm, I am keeping hope because I found things that I didn't think I would ever find before. So I know that there's, there's more out there. So don't give up is what I'm saying. So, yeah. Awesome. And just because well, our failed thanks. relationship happens doesn't mean it's because you're gay. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> just exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Haley. 